It's not Moff Jerjerard, is it? It is actually, yeah. Wait, he was Moff uh, Jerjerard. That's that's what the card general. says. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Just saying. Jerjerard. Um, I have both. I have both names here. So actually, I think I'm just gonna go with with Veers. Okay. <clears throat> general Veers. He's a, he's definitely a general. He's Moff. yeah. He's definitely general. Yeah. Could should have been Moff Veers. Anyway, I mean, ahead. if you were to ask me, listen, I would have. I was putting in a good word for Veers for him to be Moff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's he got the a same guy, guy from. That's the same guy from Indiana Jones and the uh, Cup or whatever that is. The uh... yeah, the Moff Cup. Yeah, <sighs> whatever that movie is. I can't. My brain is not good. Okay, go ahead. Two can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller, and welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. Mm -mm. Uh, Hey, Andrew, if you got more than uh, one friend, you're listening to this podcast, then I'll see you in hell. Yeah! You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I'd say, (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast and you have more than one friend, uh, this is not the podcast you're looking for. This is not the podcast yeah, you're looking along. for. Yeah, move, move along. Uh, this is not the podcast we're looking for. Move, uh, move along. <laughs> move along. Yeah. Move along. Move along. You can go about uh, your business. You can, go, you can go about your business. Yeah. Yeah, man. Still can't. Uh, I mean, che- checkpoints. I just can't. I just can't. Andrea cannot fathom people having this having like stormtroopers like on their car as like a saw saw like oh. another one of those bumper stickers today that was like the empire doesn't care about your stick figure family or something like that and it's like man don't align with the empire dude <laughs> on your bumper sticker it's like you literally you sit and you like watch the stormtrooper like can conduct a checkpoint you know what i mean for like luke and uh obi-wan and like check their droids and stuff like that and like <laughs> And you think to yourself, like, yeah, those are the good guys. Those are the, you know what I mean? Come on, man. Use your dang head. Andrew, today we're bringing up Star Wars um, for uh, a reason this time. Oh, uh, what? Unlike our normal, yeah. Everybody listening at home was like, oh, here they go again. I wonder what game, though, they're going to cover. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. They were, everybody's but, getting ready. They're, they're fast-forwarding the amount of time it takes us to say Jar Jar Binks like five times. Where they're they're calcul- <laughs> calculating in their head. They're like, that's probably going to be roughly you know 25 seconds. So just yeah. hitting the skip button forward so they can get to the actual game. But the joke's on you today, Andrew, because the game is Star Wars related. Now, see, I went Empire 2. Yeah, I was going to say, you're uh, aligning yourself by playing their theme song. I'm not aligning. It's the Imperial March um, for Which this I'm aligning Which this you're game just loving. to it. You're just loving it. Um, it is a, but it does slap though. It is a banger. Oh, um, okay. oh man, I bet. I, I'm sure I've actually. I was about to say, I bet there is a lo-fi version of that out there. And not only do I bet there is one, I bet I've listened to it multiple times. Oh, I bet but, there are many. Uh, of them, what about yeah. in the in the club? You know what I mean? On mm-hmm. uh, on chorus on in the club, they're bumping the Imperial March remix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, what's the? Can you? Dun 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 dun. dun that's more like it. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now that's that's a little more festive. That's a little more. Uh, what's the Ewok song where they're when they're playing the on the helmets, the drums on the helmets? Uh, well, the original like? is uh, the Yub Nub. Do 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 do. Yub Nub. 
Oh, yup, yup, yup. That's the uh, that's the original, but then of course yeah. they changed it to something. It's called like I think it's called Jedi Celebration or the Force. Cel- I don't Jedi know something like that. But it's funny because huh. it doesn't match up with how they're like banging on the helmets in the end. But it is <sighs> yeah. it is probably a more fitting end to the saga because it's a mo- little more dramatic of a song mm. other than this kind of rinky dink yub nub thing. But well, yub nub is. Know. I was going to say, Yubnub kind of sums up the the Chronicles, I think, pretty well, too. Yeah. Um, if you ask me. Yup. Uh, um, I will say, have Andrew I ever talked Chippen- to you about... Oh. Um, yeah, we're not talking about the game, Pete. Uh, we're going to have to fast forward. All right, forward we're done. Sorry, um, I'm going to close my document here about the game. Let's keep going is, about you, you brought that. up Star the Wars. It's just going to go on forever. The end of Return of the Jedi, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about in the beginning of Return of the Jedi when they're in Jabba's palace and... Yeah. There is the song. There was a song. It was called Lopty Neck, and it was, uh, you know, Size Noodles, what? the puppet Size Noodles singing. You know, uh, na, 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 oh yeah, na, puppet Size Noodles is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 You know, it's all in Hutties. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but then they, ch- of course, he changed the it Max to the Max Rebo band backing he, her up. Yeah. Yes, he changed it to Jedi Rocks, which now it's all they're all CGI. And they included Joe Wowza, who is the guy with the big mouth, and you can like see his saliva when he sings so close to the camera. Uh, oh, it, like, Wowza! Yeah, it it's great. Um, George uh, George Lucas is the <laughs> best namer of guys. Uh, Joe Wowza, just a world class, not caring about anything. <laughs> When he named all these people. So oh, yeah. Fun. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Joe Wowza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. looking, I'm looking at yeah. him right now, Andrew. Just go ahead and save this in my yeah. fo- <laughs> my folder uh, of images for later. It's it's bad. Yeah. It It's, it's. I'm going to say it. Yeah, it's, Jedi Rocks is uh, very corny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It stops the And movie also, why would they too? be singing that like, in Jabba's it, Palace? Right. It makes no sense. It, like, kills the whole mood. It's, it's, uh, it like stops the whole movie to like have a little Broadway number in a language that nobody can understand, and yeah, it just it makes no sense. It it's it's watch the original s- on YouTube. It's much better. Yeah, but I'm more I'm more sympathetic to it now. I I, I got to say, Andrew, I'm I'm more I mean, sympathetic than 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 ever to to George Lucas, and I want everything to be returned to him ever since. Because uh, I, I think I think somewhat recently, there were there was some sort of documentary I think with. James Cameron's been doing on certain stuff and he interviewed an interview that he did with uh, George Lucas came out I think relatively recently or maybe they're just talking I about think it. I saw that. Fresh. Did you see this where he where he's basically like uh, James Cameron was like, "Oh, I guess the Empire, I guess that wasn't really like just fantasy. That was kind of based in reality." And and George Lucas is like, "Oh yeah, the Empire is the United States of America." <laughs> he oh, was like well, in he like wrote, he wrote it during the Vietnam War, yeah. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. He, and he, he said he said the rebels are the Viet Cong, and right. uh, and he said uh, uh, and he said Nixon was his inspiration for Palpatine, and stuff. And it's just like <laughs> so now now I want to give it all back. I want to give it all back to him. I, you know what I mean? Like I don't uh, I don't care how many times the robots fart or something like that. And, it's like <laughs> no no no. I, it's all it's all good. I uh, now but you did mention Nixon, which brings us to today's game. We are playing. We are reviewing Watergate. Watergate. Two. Uh, Watergate <laughs> yeah. two. We're revisiting Watergate. No, Andrew. Today we're gonna. Uh, we're actually gonna cover um, another. Uh, as you know, uh, Fantasy Flight has the uh, license to Star Wars, and they just go kind of nutty on it. Um, oh yeah. Kind of cranking <laughs> out games whenever they can, and we've covered a bunch of them. Uh, and uh, here's another one. 
this is one of the freshest ones to come out of Fancy, Fantasy Flight's, um, uh, you know, Star Wars suite, if you will. This is Star Wars the deck building game. Andrew. Star Wars Star the Wars, deck building game. The deck building game. Yeah, we've covered. Um, it's kind of always a special occasion when we have a Star Wars episode here on the show. I think we've. I was looking at our leaderboard. Yeah. I think we've had. This is our fourth Star Wars game, I believe, that we've covered um, so fourth? far. That's it. Oh. I, yeah, I think it's the fourth one. It could be... Hmm. I might have missed one, but I'm pretty sure it's four. We'll go over them at the end. At the end of the episode. So you can fast forward to the end if you want to hear that. Oh, um, that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, on the leaderboard, we'll talk about all of them. Yeah, but anyway. Yep. Um, yeah, it is Star Wars... Now, you. this is correct, right? It is It's not just... Because I was calling it Star Wars deck building game, but it's Star Wars the deck building game, right? Now, let's get this straight. Mm. Pretty sure that's what let you have at, here in the notes. Let me look at the box. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've got the box. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's the. Okay, the is in there. Yeah, it's like. And they went with uh, they went with all caps <clears throat> on the box. So interesting move on their part. So the word the is caps also. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't this know if it's like, really uh, correct. I guess it's so. like when those. It's like when uh, like you're watching like a football game and like the they go to like the Ohio. It's like Oh yeah. <laughs> Star Wars, yeah. the deck building the game. Deck building game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Ohio yeah, yeah, State. Yeah, um, uh, Yoda, Yoda, Yodaman. The deck, <laughs> Star Wars deck building game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think Yoda's last name is? You think it's something like uh, Oh, that's Smith? a great question. Or you think it's something like uh, Garanka Frank or whatever? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess he's just got. It's, one well, it's George name, Lucas, right? so it's probably like. Uh, Hello, my name is Yoda Green Guy. It's like your last name's Green Guy, and it's like yeah, but it's spelled G R E E N G A I, and it's like all right. <laughs> just, just kind of a master of. I mean, talk about talk about a guy who had the name, you know, Joe Wowza in his back pocket, and then walked away from that <laughs> with like a bajillion dollars. Like, come on, what a what a genius! Salute to George Lucas, guy yeah. guy who walks into office slaps down joe wowza and walks out you know with <laughs> with a bajillion dollars you know truly a truly a yeah we, um, we stand a, we stand a king um yeah we do well um, andrew anyway this game right uh well why don't we just go ahead and sum it up holy shnikes why don't we go ahead and sum it up in one sentence one sentence explanations Okay, we'll sum it up in one sentence. What was the Schneikies about? What was, that was. Uh, I don't know. Did you hear that? There was a. Uh, let's just say uh, the force uh, awoken behind me. No, I don't know. Some one of my a box fell or something like that. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay. Uh, I, oh, okay. Well, then it doesn't make. So then I probably should have just not even mentioned it. <laughs> but now I got to leave it in the episode. The box fell. It was like that scene in. Uh, Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader's throwing all those boxes at Luke. You know? just like yeah, that. all those uh, Amazon boxes and you're stuff. Just getting, that, you're uh, just getting into the mood of Star Wars Day here on the yeah. podcast, you know? Yeah, that's right, Andrew. I have been kind of positioning boxes, uh, you know, all over my room for me to run into and so I can go like, ah, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like Luke. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, and, <laughs> and I forgot about it until just now, obviously, but... Uh, if I had to uh, sum up uh, Star Wars the deck building game in one sentence, I think I would say that Star Wars the deck building game is a really unique idea of making cards with Star Wars images on them. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. No one's ever done um, that before. I thought it was really cool. 
I am glad somebody finally did it, Andrew, quite frankly. Because yeah. um, I was tired of going to ask Jeeves and saying, ah, Jeeves, show me Yoda green men, green guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and he would give me, you know, like maybe like four or so actual images of Yoda. and then, But then also like 50 images of of ads or something like that. Andrew, I'm going to say Star Wars, the deck building game. One sentence to sum it up is Star Wars colon human resources department recruiting specialists strike back, Andrew. Oh, yeah. I like that. It's kind of because of this game. Well, let's just get into it. You do a lot of hiring. Basically, the whole game is hiring hiring folks. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Uh, did we make that uh, joke while then, we were playing the game of oh, okay, got to get through HR? That's that's good. I don't know if we made that joke, but maybe. I I, if not, we can always just go back in time and maybe make. Yeah, that joke. yeah, yeah. Next time we play it, I'm definitely making that joke. And Next time we play, I'm gonna write it down here. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna write it down. Siri, remind me. You know, I'm gonna pretend like that's remind my joke me in time. two years to uh, make the joke. You know. <laughs> Human Resources Department. It's uh, you are Andrew. You're you're building your deck by, as the game goes on, uh, spending resources to basically hire more and more folks into yeah. your deck. You know. What yeah. I mean? Can we talk real quick uh, about? So this is a deck building game because yeah. I I'm sure a yeah. lot of people listening to this know what this means, but I had never Pete knew about it, but mm-hmm. I had never played a deck building game. I thought I had. I yeah. thought I played Magic the Gathering. I thought that was a deck building game, but no. I yeah, was wrong. yeah, yeah. I mean, Not. the main difference is that I enjoy board games, and uh, and I don't. Uh, Andrew yeah. Andrew doesn't. So yeah, I, I uh, yeah so I was. Familiar I don't know why this. I'm still doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I was familiar with this term. This is yeah. This is a um, you know we uh, well obviously we've heard like uh, the the idea of like building a deck before with like Magic the Gathering and stuff like that. Sure. Right? Um, but this that, is kind to me of that like was a, always deck building. You know. Sitting yeah, there in your this room, is a... like looking at your Pokemon cards, being like, "Oh, I'm, uh-huh. I'm gonna put these together." Oh yeah, and you wait, have like five. Have yeah, yeah, you got five victory bells or whatever, and you're like, ah, <laughs> "I feel like I should have a better." You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like all my friends have like a bunch of good cards, and I have. And, like, it, and it's just like cater, sitting there cater, thinking, cater "What? Or... What can I swap out for these victory belt? Do I? Do I? Need? I How many more energies out? do I need in this thing?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cutting down on all your energy to get more of those victory bells in there. Uh, Andrew, this, the idea of deck building, though, um, as a mechanic in a game, yeah, um, different, has kind of evolved to to this idea. And and a lot of games have come to employ it these days. And, And it's a very unique thing. So, like, when you see it, you know it these days. The idea being that you start with a like a starter deck that's usually fairly small. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like six cards, eight cards, something like that. And then as the game goes on, you end up uh, having access to a market, essentially, um, where you can um, purchase, for lack of a better word, where you can procure... um, other cards better cards um and then mix them into your deck usually it's done by putting you take a card you put it onto your discard pile um and then whenever you um usually these deck building games involve you um turning your disc you know going through all of your cards and then flipping your discard pile back over and shuffling them up and then 
going through all of them again and doing it over and over again. And as you do that, you're mixing in these new cards that you're buying. So you are essentially building out your deck into a better deck and a more um, specific deck, a more strategic deck as you go. Because suddenly you'll go from like both people starting with the same you know, uh, whatever, eight starting cards or whatever. And then before you know it, you have a deck that's like 20 cards. And now yours is very different than your opponent's, you know what I mean, Um, by the end of the game. And so you are kind of, as the game goes, building your own strategy or building your own tactics. It kind of reminded me... It kind of reminded me of like when you're playing an RPG and your character starts mm-hmm. out very basic and then you kind of like yep. add skills as you go and level up and that kind of thing. You're adding yep. to your deck. And so you yeah. still have some of those basic cards in there from the beginning, but you know, you're adding in more and more as you go. And by the end, right. it's like you have a really crazy deck. So you've built it as right. the game is going on, which is different than Magic the Gathering. Right. Building it before that's a very, yeah, that's a very good way of thinking about it, Andrew, like a build in general that you see in like role-playing games and stuff like that. Cause somebody might be like, Hey, I'm going for a, like a, you know, a tank build or whatever. Where it's like all the stuff that I have is geared towards this one specific, like strategy where it's like, yeah. I'm going to get up close and I'm going to do X, you know, this type of damage. And, my weakness is going to be this, but my strength is going to be that. And it's like you do the similar, you get to do, you do a similar thing here where you're like, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to start taking cards that like work well together in terms of like, um, getting me like more supplies, you know what I mean? That, that, uh, so that I can, um, you know, buy more and more cards as the game goes on. Or it's like, I'm going to start getting cards that are, um, you know, very good at uh, at attacking, or I'm yeah, going right. to get, yeah, cards that are very good at, like, defending, or something like that, you know what I mean? Sure. So you kind of build out your strategy as you go along, um, and it's usually dependent on what suddenly gets turned over in the market. Like, usually, some games the market is, is set, and some games the market is random. Um, so, um, yeah. And now, uh, and so in this case, they just this game? <laughs> did that with Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, honestly, Andrew, a lot of people point out, um, especially in the reviews, um, that this game is extremely similar to uh, a longstanding deck building game. One of the one of the early kind of like shining examples of it, which is called Star Realms. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and it does have a lot of similarities to that game. Um, but then it also has a, a lot of differences that some people don't give it credit for but um because uh, some people say it's just a direct clone of it and it's not no. um but um basically andrew so what you do right is um uh, you you got your starting deck of like whatever eight cards or something like that you shuffle those bad boys up so yours are going to come out at a different order than your opponents theoretically um and you, um, and then you set up a market of like six cards in the center, and those are, um, you know, all the, you you have the basic cards that you start with, very basic stuff and low level, like you said, like a low level starting character in a video game, um, and then all the stuff that's good and flavorful is in this nice juicy deck, and then you shuffle that bad boy up, and so you start the game, you throw out six of them right between you and your opponent. And that's your starting market, basically, that you have access to. Um, and so when it's somebody's turn, they uh, you usually, typically, you're going to just want to try to play as many cards from your hand as possible. So what is it, five cards? You draw five cards from your deck. 
um, and you try to just play them all for what they give you. And uh, well, you in this game, they give to, you. In, in this game, you don't save them for the next turn. You yes, just, that you is um, try and play and that them is, all, and then you yeah, and that that play. is a typical yeah, that is kind of a, a typical part of deck building mechanic mm-hmm. is that there is if you don't play them all then you'll just have to discard any remaining anyway like you're always gonna you always draw a new hand every time yeah. typically um so i guess there will be there might be some instances where you don't want to play something you just want to go ahead and discard or something like that but almost all the time you just want to play all your cards that you drew um and um for what they give you in this game they can give you uh, a few different things they can give you um supplies which is what you use to go shopping at the market for lack of a you know better uh and they're little yellow little yellow cubes you get for that good old yellow yeah exactly um that's just like the money the points that you can trade in for yeah new cards yeah it's kind of a ambiguous you know what i mean resource or whatever just to because whatever it's not you it's not worth getting into the specifics of it basically because oftentimes what you're doing is you're recruiting people um, or getting ships or something like that. So it's like, you know, you can't make that like wheat or something. You know what I mean? Or like turnips or something like that. Well, it's I, like, I think it's well, just the money. Ship I think it's turnips. honestly just money. Like you're just you have it's to probably buy just all money. The, the, Let's face uh, it. Weapons. It's, it's credit, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Right. Yeah, because that that can buy people. You know, that can that can. Uh, yeah. Uh, I... You know, win win people over or buy ships or whatever. It's basically money. Right. What does he um, say? Uh, I ain't for your revolution. I'm in it for the money. You know. Whatever he says. Oh no! I think uh, I think you're the the quote you're looking for is on le money. On le money. On le money. That's what I'm. Um, but uh, but then the card can also give you um, a, a, an attack value, like an, a a certain amount of attack that you can use to attack your um opponent and or um the de- the defensive ships they have, um. And there's also uh, force points that that a card can give you, which because in this game um, there is a force track starts out fully on the side of the um, the rebels, the force is with them basically, and then you can manipulate it um, back and forth along a, a, this force track, which has like you know three mm, three levels on each side. You know what I mean? It's, so it's a tug of war type of track, just like in Seven Wonders Duel mm-hmm. or in yep. um, that Nixon game, Watergate. Uh, Watergate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're moving a, a marker, you know, between back and forth between you and your opponent, um, because when the force is, you know, on your side, um, it, some of the cards reference that. If the mm-hmm. force is with you, then it does X, Y, Z. And you can do extra and so, stuff. Yeah. And you do extra stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so. Um, so some of the cards, in addition to like the giving you money and giving you attack, can also give you can manipulate that force track too. I think those are the main things the cards can do, basically. Now, um, what are you trying to attack? That you each have a base, right? right? Like a a card right. with a planet on it. Yeah. So in a in a lot of these uh, card dueling games, right, like Magic: The Gathering or Star Realms, it's like you have like a set amount of life points essentially, and you're just trying to drain them. Um, in this game, what's very interesting is, um, you, each player starts out with a, uh, a set of 10 planets, essentially, that they can make their base. Um, and each player has a starting base that's very basic and is probably going to get blown to bits almost immediately. 
Um, and when you're starting base, when any base of yours is blown to bits, you got to choose a new one on your next turn to replace it. The first person to blow up uh, anywhere from, depending on which version you're playing, which mode you're playing, um, you're going to either destroy three or four, or really it's kind of up to you how many you want to set it to to make the the length of the game different. But um, the first one to blow up a certain amount of your opponent's bases, and that's how you secure the win. Um, and every base has a different amount of its own health points. Uh, and then there are um, what they call... Ooh, what are they called? Cruiser ships? No. S- capital ships. Capital ships. Capital ships. ships. Um, you got yeah. Um, which are, you know among the cards that you can get from the market basically and add to your deck uh, because once they end up in your hand you can play them out to your play area and unlike most of the other cards um, that get played and then uh, used for what they get used for and then get put on your discard pile to be to show up again later uh, the capital ships unlike uh, uh, unlike those um, stay on the board and they actually kind of act as a shield um, yeah. to your base. A lot of them will just soak up the damage, basically. Uh, but then they'll also do have other effects, too, which is really cool. That's the thing about these this game um, that uh, makes it shine so much is uh, every card does something a little bit different. It's not just those resources and damage and force points and stuff like that. There's also every card has like an ability, usually, um, and does a different thing in addition to that stuff. So... In the case of these capital ships, not only do they act as kind of a shield that soaks up some of the damage, um, they often also have their own uh, little ability uh, that each card has, too, that makes them either more or less desirable given on your situation. Now, in the marketplace, um, and it comes from the Galaxy deck, right? You're, You're dealing those out. Every time you take one out, you buy one, you replace it with one from the Galaxy deck, which is a really tall deck of cards. And yep. the cards, you can, it's not like you could just take any of them. If you are the Rebels, you can only take the cards mm-hmm. that are for the Rebels. And if you're the Empire, yeah. you can only take the Empire cards. So the other thing that you can do, instead of ta- attacking the other person's bases, you can actually attack one of their cards from the marketplace. You say, oh, I don't want them to get that card. So you're going to attack yep. that card and try and destroy it before your opponent can buy it and put it into their deck. Yeah, this is one of the things that makes it stand out very differently from uh, a game that it's compared to, oftentimes, Star Realms, which is that, uh, in my opinion, uh, one of the shortcomings with that game is that um, you can kind of just get any card, um, and so you end up mixing... There are factions, but you can have a bunch of cards of that faction, and your opponent can also have cards of that faction, and it just doesn't make a lot of narrative sense, because it's like, well, why would the why would a f- the same faction be fighting on your side and their side and then fight against each other? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so <clears throat> they did a they did a really smart thing, I think, with this game, which is that they, they said, hey, listen, there's Rebels and there's Empire, and there's very specific people, and, you know, personalities and ships yeah. that are on each side. Um, and so um, they said, we're going we're gonna to lean into that. If um, And so some of these cards are going to be only cards that the empire can take into their deck and some of these cards are going to be only cards that rebels can take into their deck and then we're going to mix in some neutral cards just to make it you know uh, just to make it not totally divided right which is kind of true to the movies too because i mean the the neutral cards are more like the uh, the bounty hunters and the the guys who can be like mercenaries 
exactly, exactly, exactly. Or people don't who don't have a lot of, you know, stake in it <clears throat> or whatever. Um, and uh, but but you're exactly right, Andrew. Like to basically say like, well, uh, they. Uh, they said that's that lines up with the movies very well uh and it's a really cool mechanic but uh, i would assume that at some point when they were play testing it they're like well what do we do about the fact that um <clears throat> if like the majority or even all of the cards in the market are for the other side and not for you like doesn't that seem unfair um you just have to like sit there and not take any cards <clears throat> while your opponent can just you know take card after card or whatever and so the, I think what they did probably to balance that out was they said, well, what if you can attack your uh, a, a card that's in the marketplace yeah. uh, that is aligned to your opponent? And in doing so, if you successfully attack it and destroy the card uh, based on its you know hit points or whatever, its value, its defense value, um, you actually get a reward. Um which is a uh, which is a really really smart way to do it, I think, because um, it actually incentivizes doing that. Where it's like, listen, I mean, I know to to win the game, I need to put damage on my opponent's planet, but <clears throat> it actually in this moment it makes sense for me to destroy, you know, uh, Greedo or whatever, uh, because I'm actually it's actually going to get me a bunch of resources that I can then use in this scenario. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, and specifically, Andrew, I think they refer to the when you do it as the rebels and you destroy one of the empire cards, it's sabotage. And when it's the other way around, it is assassination. If the empire oh, is man. getting rid of one of the rebel cards, it's assassination. So, um, which I, is a which is a very cool idea. And so, yeah, I didn't get a chance uh, to mention it earlier when we were talking about the bases. Also, I think it's very linked to the movies because uh, those movies are always like. They're yep. moving from one base to another, and the Empire is trying to destroy it or whatever. Exactly. So, you know, that's kind of like yeah. every time it gets destroyed, you got to move to a new base. And so it, right. it's not the just Rebels like The Rebels are a, oftentimes moving base, but so is the Empire, yeah, too. It's not so, just yeah. a deck-building mm -hmm. game that they just pasted on Star Wars. It does kind of right. make sense with the, with the movies. And I should also say that this uh, game is pretty much strictly the original trilogy characters and ships and all that stuff and it does yeah it, i think it's it's basically it does it does do a little bit of rogue one too i think but it's like it's well, all yeah, around that, like the battle of yevon in that era, era, era exactly yeah, yeah exactly, no prequels exactly. no sequels it's it's that right. uh that classic yes. star wars <laughs> time yeah yet right, right yeah yeah uh i mean people were like you know uh, people are, are are like, hey, it's Fantasy Flight. They're gonna they're about to crank out as many of these as they can uh, to make that money, uh, which does make sense. Oh, no uh, but yeah, this is something we've come to express uh, to make that money. Um, the sorry, I, my I still have a little bit of a Toydarian brogue uh, from my <laughs> from my days from my days on Toydaria. Um, I studied abroad. When I studied abroad, yeah, my junior year in Toydaria. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Andrew, the uh, what was I going to say? Oh, there's uh, th that is something that we've kind of uh, surprising, uh, a nice, pleasantly surprised that we have found that in most of these fantasy flight games, where it's like it's clear that they're, you know, I mean, it's a cash grab to a certain degree, but uh, it we're always we always go uh, like, wow, actually, it's surprisingly well. Uh, pulled off you know what i mean like they <laughs> linked to the like, theme yeah 
Yeah, it's right. It's surprisingly well um, skinned to the to the yeah. actual. You know, somebody put thought into this. Basically, yes, is the bottom somebody. Line. It's not just like Candyland Star, Star Wars edition, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, which is great. And this is just another example in that. You know, what I mean, whether it be uh, Empire versus Rebellion, which of course is a top five game for us, Andrew. Um, we'll get there, know. Pete. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there, Andrew. Okay. Um, but first, Andrew, why don't you tell me a little bit more? That that's it, basically. It's a um, if you've played games like Dominion, Star Realms. Um, you know, things of that hero realm, stuff like that. Um, Phoenix Rise of the Ashes, I think, is another one of these things. There, this is uh, <laughs> something like that. Um, I feel like if you've played this, Phoenix Rise of the Ashes, you've probably yeah. played one of those other ones that you just said. So. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. If you've played um, Candyland, uh, <laughs> Shoots and Ladders, uh, you know, uh, what's it's, an obscure thing? You know, Sleeping Gods like... or whatever. It's kind of like Candyland. If you've ever played Candyland, this game is kind of like that. Kind of um, like that. Just go into it thinking that, basically. Yeah, yeah, just go. Yeah. Um, there are but, cards. Uh, but that, yeah, but that that's it. You're 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 uh, you're slowly over the game. You are building your your deck. Another thing, Andrew, real quick that makes it stand out from other games is that those each of those bases, each of those base cards, um, has a special ability as well typically so and they're um, all, they all have different hit points also so you can pick and right. choose like you can choose oh do i want one with more hit points or this one has less right like fewer hit points but it has a cool ability that but i could really use this ability right now exactly yeah. and i think that's a very cool element that's that's sometimes overlooked by haters <laughs> um who, who, who are like there's nothing new in this game or whatever it's like that's actually that's actually a very cool element of this game is that you are um whenever one of your bases gets destroyed you got to pick a new one and that gives you a really a rare opportunity to be like hey i'm about to put something into play that has an ability that could change the game you know what i mean so mm -hmm. um yeah so they they think the, the core of this might be something that already existed but they did some really cool um stuff on top of that but andrew tell them tell me a little bit more about what you learned about how this game uh, even came to be well, I can tell you that you well we've said it's by Fantasy Flight as all Star Wars games are these days. Um yep. came out in 2023, so earlier this year is it was early in 2023 like in January wow. I think. Um Joe Wowza. Yes, Joe Wowza to that one. Uh designed by a designer called uh named Caleb Grace who works at Fantasy Flight. And um <clears throat> also I thought it was funny that there are literally I counted them 35 different artists listed on this game for onboard game. Oh, I Geek. like that. Yeah. A lot of times when like we've played games where it's like there is no artist or they just they kind of like farm it out to like a art company or whatever. This one they they listed all 35 people who uh, contributed. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Spread spread the wealth around. Hopefully they paid them well. I would I would hope so. <laughs> Hopefully. Anyway, Caleb Grace, um, known for uh, uh, Marvel Champions, the card game, which I believe is a oh. a living card game, kind of like uh, yeah, um, you know, it's not like Magic the Gathering where you you're right, you know, it's it's more like they just send out like different pack packs every once in a while or different yeah, uh, it's packs. like Keyforge or something yes. or like yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Um, also known for Lord of the Rings, the card game, which is, you know, similar. Okay. So, so yes. you're seeing a thing. It's a genre, genre type. Anyway. I'm seeing a thing. 
Kane of Grace has designed a ton of games. Uh, has 126 games to his name on Board Game Holy Geek. Moly. Yes. Um, I'll tell you, one of those games is Star Wars the Deck Building Game. The other yeah. 125 are either Marvel Champions the Card Game or Lord of the Rings the Card Game. That's it. So actually... Wow. Yeah, there are... Oh. Okay. 126 games, but uh, they count every single pack that has ever come out for those other games as different. <laughs> so okay. I just thought it was. I saw the thing on there and I was like, "Wow, 126 games is amazing!" But really, it's <laughs> three. It's really three games. Prolific, but really, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, get that money, Andrew. <laughs> That's what I say. If That's you great. find a listen, Andrew, if a cow walks into your house and has never-ending udders full of milk. You know what I mean? What, am I not going to milk that thing? You know what I mean? Come on, Andrew. Well, you're just a sicko like that. Anyway, he uh, yeah. he got the idea... I mean, I'd for... be milking... Listen, I'd be milking those udders. Yeah, right. I know you would. What, but... uh, mm-hmm. He got the idea when he... You'd be milking those udders like Luke on... Uh, on uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, baby. And are you talking about my favorite scene uh, now? No, I'm yeah, favorite scene from... Uh... That is, I actually do really like that scene because I think it is kind of like a... I don't know. It, that's... that's it's, it, it is uh, weird, which, yeah. you know, usually appeals to me. Um, weird and, Star Wars uh, is great, yeah. And, like, slice of life and, like, kind of kind of gritty. Like, he, the fact that he, like, climbs down a t- bunch of rocks, cliffs, squeezes, the, like, the udder of this weird thing, and, it, and that thing just goes like, ooh, or whatever. <laughs> And then he takes a swig of it, and he like grunts at uh, <laughs> you know at Ray uh, is good. He like, I think. He, he, like he drinks it, and he, he swallows it like like it's alcohol or something. Like it's really oh, like yeah. it burns kind of you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's a it's something that whenever I I like a good scene, Andrew Wood. It looks like maybe it got. It, it it got neglected by like a modern editing studio or like they reached re, reached over to grab their cup of coffee or whatever and missed it you know what I mean because it seems like they really <laughs> scrub these things clean sometimes you know what I mean yes and they and it so that seems like the kind of thing they would normally cut out and be like this is unnecessary and it's like no 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 for me it's necessary actually so I'm glad that one got through anyway he got the idea for this when he realized that no one had ever made a star wars deck building game you know he liked deck building games wow. and realized hey there's never been a star wars one so um yeah his manager at fantasy flight at the time uh, i guess was hosting a five-day design sprint like a little thing where okay five that's days fun. to design a game so he yeah. pitched this idea and designed a prototype in five days and it got chosen to get the full publish. So wow, um, wow, yeah. So he said. So his other games are like the living card games, and this is his first standalone deck building yeah. card game. So it's not like well, they are fantasy. I assume that they're going to come out with other maybe expansions to this. I guess I don't know, but it's not really. Um, you can buy it. You can buy it, and that seems like it, that could be it. I don't know. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I. Uh, those I, others have the expectation of like, wait, I'm sure Lord of the Rings. It's like, well, we're gonna come out with more, so then you can just keep adding mm-hmm. to it. You know, this. Yeah, this yeah. Just... Those other right. Those other games. I feel like it's the kind of thing where they'll be like, uh, 
Right, exactly. Uh, oh, these are like booster, not booster packs, but kind of the same thing or whatever. Whereas if they do it with this one, I feel like they'll come out with an entire, it might even be like its own standalone game that uh, would be my guess. Yeah. And then they're like, if you want, you can shuffle them together you if you want. Together, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that kind anyway, of. You, you kind of mentioned a lot of this in the summary of in your opinions, but he, I saw an interview with him and he did uh, mention a lot of this where he decided to make it different than a lot of other deck building games by making it slightly asymmetric. Um, yep. in that the Rebels cannot buy Empire cards and vice versa. But yep. you can destroy the opponent's cards from the marketplace, and he made each side a little bit different. So, for example, like the Empire has more cards that can just destroy and overwhelm. They have more oh, ships, yeah. uh, more attack cards. The Rebels, yep. however, have more heroes. So there are some cards that are just characters from the movies. Um, yeah. Both both sides have these these but uh the rebels have more and they're they're a little more rare it's not like you can just you know get x-wings it's like there's only one Mm -hmm. luke skywalker card in this giant deck and if it comes up oh boy it's really powerful you better get it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the rebels have more heroes that can then like join kind of like uh kind of like in bat flip andrew it's like the the yes uh, it's like the foil card or whatever it's like oh my god i got the luke skywalker you know what i mean which which again andrew I I, rem- I think I listened to some people complain about that where they're like some of these cards are some of these cards are OP you know what I mean or whatever and it's like <laughs> yeah but you got to keep in mind you play it for one turn and then it goes to your discard pile you know what I mean yeah. and, and until it and then gets shuffled back and, in eventually and then you know what I mean so it's not going to come up that often and there's only one like the, like I said there's only one right. Luke Skywalker in this giant deck of cards of ninety cards and so. Uh, yeah, if, I mean, if, it might never come up. Right, yeah. it, it, you you play a game, and there's going to be different cards every time you play. So, right. anyway, yep. um, yeah, the Rebels have more heroes, that, and, and that's how the movie is. You know, Luke joined the Rebels. And there all... are, sorry, there are, I do want to make it clear, we should be very clear here, Andrew, there are about 25 Joe Wowza cards in there. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, and there is, they did some sort of explanation about how that canonically makes sense. Something, <laughs> some, some, some convoluted thing about cloning and stuff like that. But. Well, they had to wreck. <laughs> yeah, that's they what the, that's what the, wait a sec. That's what, um, yeah, that's what they're doing in Mandalorian right now that, you know, all the cloning stuff, they're like going back and like retconning oh. it. Like, oh, that's how there's so many Joe Wowzers in the deck building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Andrew, now I'm interested in watching the Mandalorian. I was not <laughs> until then. No, the people are, oh, you haven't watched the new, so, so there, there's a lot of like references to I like only cloning. watched the first season. It's oh, a hot yeah, take, yeah. but I thought Mandalorian was not good. It, well, I, the writing I know. Was it's, not it's, good. it's, it's not like I'm going to be like, wow, it's amazing. But it's just fun mm-hmm. to sit there and watch Pew Pew for, yeah. you know, half an hour. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, that's why they want Baby Yoda. Uh, spoilers for anybody else. That's why they want Baby Yoda because they're trying to get his blood and get those midichlorians to clone. Make and, and so it's all like leading up to like a big explanation for how Palpatine returned in the in the ninth movie. You know, that's what they're going for there, I think. Oh, good, because, of course, everybody loves that. Right, uh, that's that part. So they should um, probably spend more time on that, yeah. <laughs> uh, where was I in these things? What a petty strategy on their part, where they're like, nah, everybody said that that was stupid that we did that. 
let's like spend a lot of time like trying to make it, you know what I mean? Make it make sense. Trying yeah. to make it logical or whatever right, so that yeah. they have to eat their words or whatever. It's like, they're still not going to like it, man. I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> what a waste. Oh, wow. um, he said he also made this game a little different because he added the force track. It's a little added wrinkle to it. The, um, right. you know, that tug of war force track. Uh, yeah. Which just gives you another thing to focus on rather than just trying to destroy the bases. It's like, well, maybe I could use this card for its force ability, you know, and yep. uh, do that. Anyway, the breakthrough for him, though, came when he thought of choosing a new base on your next turn. It's so huge, yeah. It's very similar to those movies, like I talked about, where you're trying to destroy multiple bases. Uh, but um, you cannot do it, like, once your base gets destroyed, you don't immediately pick a new one. Um, because he was mm. afraid that, like, if that happened, right. then your opponent could destroy multiple bases on the same turn. And yep. so you you give the rebels a chance to, like, run away and hide before the next base comes out on their next turn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he also I said like that it. 90 cards was about as big as he could make the Galaxy deck without hmm. it toppling over. He did some research on that. And uh, if he made it too much bigger, it would constantly be falling over. So, um, uh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think there's probably there's probably a way around that if you really if you really wanted nope, to. But okay. that is the maximum number of cards you can have in a stack, <laughs> and uh, uh, you can't make okay. two stacks or have a little holder okay. for it or anything like that. Nope, oh, it's gotta be sure. okay. All right, cards, no more, no less. Well, uh, that's just gravity. You can't fight gravity, then. That's true. That's it's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm, and that gives, uh, me, a, that's, that's that gives me an idea for a game where you fight gravity, Andrew. Hold on, oh, got to write <laughs> this down. Uh, okay, well that's that's great, Andrew. Um, uh, thanks for giving us uh, a review of the history of you know how this game came to be. This relatively fresh game. Yeah, uh, it's fresh on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's fresh. Uh, and Andrew, speaking of uh. Rotten Tomatoes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hit us up if you want to spon- uh, sponsor us, because uh, <laughs> that's the last time we're going to mention your dang website on here without getting some moolah from you. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, look at, uh, you know, how some people uh, kind of took gave their own take of uh, Rotten Tomatoes on this game. Don't! Ah, dang it! <laughs> I mentioned it again. Uh, anyway, I'm talking about review on this. Review on this. Okay, it is time for our very popular segment, uh, Rotten Tomatoes Presents Review on This. <laughs> no, we said it again, and, Andrew. Oh, <laughs> dang it. I hope, I hope uh, in the future... Uh, I mean, I don't. I guess I don't necessarily have anything against the website, but I don't... It's, it's fine. Uh, okay. I don't care. Uh, but <laughs> I do hope that in the future, people are like, what are they even talking about? You know what I mean? Like, it's long gone. <laughs> Uh, and somehow our podcast survives, Andrew, in the yes. in the depths of space, like uh, like Leia in the new films. Uh, you know, force our podcast floating in space, and force pushes itself into uh, Mary Poppins back into Mary... back into relevance. Yes, right. Um, Andrew, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and look at some people's reviews of this game and. Uh, try not to be too judgy, but also kind of can't help it because some of these also things are kind of nutty. Judgy. Yes, okay. We might do, okay. We might be a little bit judgy. Andrew, this is a person gave it a two out of ten. They said some real cool ideas are here, but the balancing 
is not. Um, now, Andrew, does this reviewer sound familiar to you? Um, does it sound familiar to me? What? It can't be Fisher Evans. There's no food involved. It's not Fisher Evans, but it is someone who's near and dear to our heart, Andrew. That's right. It's Yoda, green guy. Uh, <laughs> I can only assume because listen to it if with this voice, Andrew... Some real cool ideas are here, but the balancing is not right. You know, doesn't that sound like it's close? Kind of yeah, sounds it's, like it's, it's yeah, yeah. The balancing is not mm-hmm. balanced. You are not. You know what I mean? Balanced anyway, you are not. Andrew, is. this is a two out of ten, uh, and this person said more of the same old, nothing original. And Andrew, to that I think I'd say, hey man, this is Star Wars. Like it is the same thing over and over again. Okay. <laughs> So what do you do? This is the wrong one to, you know, criticize for being, you know, it's a Star Wars fandom is a celebration that at one time a guy decided to put a bunch of weird little guys in space. That's it. You know what I mean? If you want like fresh ideas and stuff like that, go read a book or something. You nerd. This is Star Wars. Okay. You know, Uh, it's the same thing. This is Joseph Campbell. Oh, just over and over again, Andrew. That's it. That's all. It's just a hero's journey. Um, there's bad and guys. It's pretty much the same guys. bad guys. Whoop! That's now it. there's new bad guys and there's new good guys. It's the empire, but then now they're the new empire or whatever. It's the same <laughs> thing. That's it, and we love it. And that so take a take a hike. I don't know. Go <laughs> go somewhere else. Go, go somewhere else. Because <laughs> you know, what I mean, all I need is one new little weird guy, and I'm set. You can have it be the same exact plot. I don't care. Andrew, this person gave it a 5 out of 10. They said, uh, had higher hopes for this game. I think deck building is just not a game mechanism that my wife and I get excited by. Andrew, to that, I think I'd say, uh, that's funny. Your wife told me she was very excited by it, Andrew. Oh, okay, so if, oh come on. Come on, guy. Uh, he set himself up for that one. Andrew, this guy, he gave it a 5 out of 10. He said, I love anything Star Wars. I'm having problems with the theme of a stormtrooper doing 2 damage and a battle cruiser doing 4. It seems a little unbalanced when it comes to damage. And Andrew, I do, I hate to break it to this person, but this is all made up. This is all... <laughs> This is none of this is real. I cannot stress enough that if you're getting caught up in the fact that a card does two damage and it only has one guy on it, oh. and one guy would actually do uh, more <laughs> uh, less than two damage, you're wasting your time. You know what I mean? You're just you got to get over that for sure, for sure. Immediately, as soon as possible, you got to get over the fact that you think a card should be doing more damage. Because some guy just made it up, so don't worry about it. How about yeah, that? Star Wars has never been really focused on, like, anything. It's not like Star Trek, where they're trying to be a little more scientific about it. Like, they don't really yeah. care about, like, you know, like, you're going to a different planet. Can you breathe there? Or, like, is there is yeah. the gravity different? Like, they don't really care about that stuff. It's just, like... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The guy's name is stuff. Joe Wowza now. That's it. Right. That You know what I mean? That's it. So don't don't care about this. Do not care that the a card showing one guy does two damage, and a card showing a ship the size of a planet or whatever it does only two more. It just does twice as much as one guy. Who cares? <laughs> who, who cares? Just play the cards. That's it. I don't. What are you doing? Um, well, so they. Person, so this this person wants it to be more like Star Wars X Wing, where it's everything is like, but like. 
So you don't want any stormtroopers on the car? It's, it's, it's like you want it to just be ships? or uh, like it... I, I, You know, uh, if I were to descend into madness to this person's level, Andrew, and to start thinking about what they want, I would assume what they want is like... Uh, if it's a game that if it's a, Yeah, it's a different game. This person wants Star Wars Legion. It exists. It's out there. You know what right, I mean? Yes. Like, if you want... More if you want vehicles to fight vehicles and like humans to fight humans, all right, go find it. I don't care. This is a deck building game, and I'm just trying to put a certain amount of hit points or damage it's a points more on abstract. my guy. A little more it's a little more abstract, Andrew. Maybe the one guy is indicative of a he's the commander of a large army or whatever, or maybe right. he's piloting a ship. It doesn't. It honestly does not matter. We're already <laughs> wasting our time, even. <laughs> even trying to break it down for this person. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, Andrew, this person gave it a 5.5 5 out of 10. They said, I thought it was fun, would play again, but nothing that draws me back in hard. Okay, and Andrew, you're going to go ahead and just ring the pervert bell here. <laughs> uh, card games do not have to make you hard, so don't go in <laughs> expecting that with this game, well, okay, Andrew. Well, this is a family show here, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Why is this guy doing this? You know, what I mean? yeah, that's, okay, what I'm, okay, that's yeah, my point. point. Right. Um, <clears throat> Andrew, this is a 5.5 out of 10, and they said fun, but nothing revolutionary. Now, Andrew, oh. I do. I hate to be pedantic <laughs> here, but of all the words to use, Andrew, I mean, <laughs> this is Star Wars, Andrew. This is by its very nature. This is a story of of re- literally revolution. Andrew, yeah, it is revolutionary. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. fascist empire so it is actually sorry it is actually revolutionary yeah. so choose a different word um probably got you probably sail on th- a thesaurus somewhere uh andrew this person gave it a seven out of ten they said a bit of false advertising i thought i would be able to play this with four people no problems as of march 19th 2023 no rules exist for multiplayer now andrew this is this person is one of those old-fashioned dummies that you're always hearing about uh because yeah, right. this because this game is for two players it says two players head to head on the box <laughs> uh and so i don't know what they're doing here that if right. you um this is clearly someone like with more hundred, than one friend yeah uh, yeah so first of all beat it you know what i mean this is not the this is not the podcast you're looking for uh second of all if you're 100 percent wrong about something and then the company isn't like in your house to correct you uh, that and show you that you're wrong about it like that's not technically false advertising right like right. at some point something has to be your fault you know what i mean it can't always be listen i'm not a huge fan of like corporations but this is on you bud you know what i mean like <laughs> So you, you you might as well start uh, taking accountability for things being your fault with, like, something small, like being wrong about the player count on a board game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of a kind of a baby step, I think, to being more accountable in your life. So take this as a wake-up call, I'd say, to this guy. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, this guy gave it a 7 out of 10, Andrew. They said characters that are missing from this base set include Yoda... R2-D2, C-3PO, Palpatine, <laughs> Obi-Wan, and Andrew, I 100% agree. Oh, wow. You know what I need <laughs> more so in this game, Andrew? C-3PO. Yeah. So this guy's C-3PO. right. 
this is a, of course, a deck building game all about shooting other people and doing damage to them. So I would love to have more C-3PO in this game, Andrew. <laughs> uh, so they should well, be taken seriously, this reviewer. Yeah, Yoda and Obi-Wan never really... F- well, Obi-Wan... Mm, I don't know, Yoda kicked some butt. Obi-Wan did too. Oh, no, but not in, the, about... uh, not in this era, right? Right, yeah. Obi-Wan kind of, I mean, he went in and he turned off the tractor beam and then he got in a sword fight. So that yeah. might count, maybe? That but, might count. The bottom yeah. line is they, they don't owe you that. Get out of here. Yeah, right, right. You, right. You, you know what I mean? Come on. It, uh, sure, we could put, uh, you know how many people they made up for the, the game, Star Wars? R2-D2 yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what? May, yeah, I was going to give this a very high rating, but now I'm, I'm down to like. Oh, no. Uh oh. Yeah. Hold on. This review says it's written by. It's a big know, a Miller, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Andrew, this person gave it an 8 out of 10. They said, it's Star Realms with a cool IP and enough tweaks to make it my favored gateway deck builder. Shocked Yoda and Palpatine weren't in the game! Exclamation <laughs> point. And Andrew... Wow. Now, I, would, I think I'd have to ask this person, you're shocked? <laughs> like, shocked? Is the word you want to use? You are shocked that Yoda and Palpatine aren't in the game. I just, Andrew, I don't know, man. Sometimes it seems more like this. We hear this kind of stuff from Star Wars guys for some reason. How, Andrew, how do these people look their significant other in the face? And they say, honey, I had a real shock earlier today. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, You see the little green guy, Yoda, and the old guy, uh, wrinkly Palpatine, they weren't represented in the card game that I was playing <laughs> and the what your wife has to look at you and just say, can you please like make the children dinner? Anything, <laughs> anything at all other than sitting there saying that you're shocked that Yoda wasn't in your game. You know what I mean? Come on, just play the was, dang game. I was shocked. Man. Actually, I would be shocked, shocked if Palpatine were in the game because he likes to shock people. So that would probably be, <sighs> yeah. Well, but you only, if you were, playing the rebels which that's true then you'd actually be shocked yeah yeah that's the only if you were playing the empire you would be the one doing the yeah shock. if he's yeah. not in the game then you're definitely not shocked really what do you think getting blasted by force lightning feels like um it probably is a similar to feeling to when you look into your deck building game and notice that yoda is not in it you know that's probably- <laughs> yeah that's why that's what I, I would feel yeah going through hitting the last card and, and flipping it over being like this one better be yoda you know <laughs> you know what i mean um you know, in that scene when luke is getting shocked and he's on the floor like yo please help yeah. me you know and the lightning goes up in like his teeth i always th- i always like Ooh. looked at that part as a kid and was like oh you can see i don't know it always like stuck with me it goes up in his wow. teeth yeah i'll have to look for that next time Watch yeah, for it, yeah, yeah. It, like it like they like whoever was animating that like was like mm, I'm gonna draw this like right around his teeth. This you know it's like <laughs> love it, love it. Maybe it was a dentist. Andrew, <laughs> this person gave it an eight out of ten. Animator on the side, dentist full time, <laughs> animator right. part time. This person gave it an eight out of ten. They said my son and I really enjoy playing this game. The characters, art, and theme are great. Now. um... Andrew, my question is, does this person realize that the game didn't invent these characters? Because uh, it sounds like they're saying, like, we really enjoy this game. The characters and the art are, are great or whatever. It's like, hey, these characters, 
existed. You <laughs> like they're not new to the game. Well, uh, I think I, we've <laughs> I think we've said this before with other Star Wars games we covered, but wouldn't it be funny if this was someone's introduction that's, to Star that's Wars? That's what I'm saying, Andrew. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. It made me think like I love the idea of someone thinking that this is like a self-contained game. You know what I mean? And not knowing any of the backstory, and they just crack this baby for the first time. <laughs> okay, have yes. we have we we've done this twenty times? This this okay. Th- uh, now I remember <laughs> we have this is our fifth Star Wars game. Uh oh, because this is because took... now you remember this is the fifth time we've made this same joke. No, because I forgot <laughs> about the other one. What was it? Star. Uh... It's the one with the big the map that I loved. Uh, Star Wars. Sure, rebellion. Just, just rebellion. Just Star rebellion, Wars rebellion. Of course. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's like one of yeah, the most the popular ones that they made. A certain amount of like hide and hide and seek, and you're trying to find. Yes, it. Yeah. and you mm-hmm. definitely did this whole bit during review on this when somebody <clears throat> also uh, oh. said that they had never seen Star Wars or something like that, but they mm-hmm. had played this game. But that was that one was yep. actually I think real. I don't know. You have to go back. Go back and listen to that episode, people, if you're because uh, I don't remember. Or Something just like listen to the joke that I make right now, Andrew, which will kind of bring you up to speed, which is to say... It. Yeah, we don't uh, want more people to listen about, to old episodes. Think about... Yeah. Yeah, bully. Yeah. <laughs> to, on the, all the old episodes where I say I was pro-Iraq war, and I mean, don't listen back to those. I mean, <laughs> I've come a long way. Andrew, uh, the... Uh, I just love the idea of some person, this, this reviewer specifically going, cracking open this game... No backstory going, woo, look here. I got a boy named Lando Calrissian. Don't know anything about this guy, but the name is a good one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why these guys are fighting, but it seems like something big went down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not knowing anything about Star Wars. Um, Andrew, speaking of fighting, you know, one thing I've thought, Andrew, whenever I watch uh, st- any of the Star Wars is, boy... What if these guys just sat down and hashed it out? Know what I mean? What if it was a? Uh, what if they, you know, like if they, got if together, they di- went on like yeah. talk radio and like, mm-hmm. you know, talk. Yeah, about that's it. right. Yeah, went on talk radio. Maybe like did a little bit of group therapy. Talk radio. Oh, that reminds me, Andrew. Uh, I should have told you earlier, but uh, I told uh, Doctor Fraser Crane he could uh, drop by. Doctor Fraser Crane. Well, come on in, Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane just got back from uh, being a radio host in Seattle, I think is where that show was. Space Seattle. Uh, yeah, Space Seattle. Um, I feel like that's a George Lucas location. One yes. day he just phones it and he's like, it's called uh, Space Seattle. <laughs> it's it's Seattle. It's got it's two T's in it. It's got a couple of possibilities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway... Um, Dr. Fraser Crane is here to help us count down the top ten phrases that you're going to hear someone say while playing this game of Star Wars, the deck-building game. Number ten. May your force be within you. Number nine. Ooh, sorry about this, Andrew, but my Grand Moff Tarkin did assassinate uh, Leia Organa. Number eight. That's not a moon. It's a really big space station. Number seven. Now, you're not going to want to hear this, Andrew, but... Uh, my Admiral Piet did assassinate Han Solo. Number six. These droids aren't the ones that you've been looking for recently. Number five. Ooh, more bad news here, Andrew, as we have just learned that General Veers did assassinate IG-88. Number four. Obi-Wan Kenobi, help me because you're my last hope. Number three. 
And tough news over the wire here, Andrew. We just learned that Bosk did assassinate Luke Skywalker. Number two. Your lack of faith is kind of disturbing. Number one. Andrew, in an odd turn of events, and I think we're going to be sussing this, uh, the details of this one out for uh, months, if I had to guess, maybe years even, sources are reporting that Lobot, who, Andrew, in this game is interestingly a neutral card, uh, has assassinated Chewbacca. Love break. Love break. Oh my gosh, Pete. It is a love break for the ages today because yeah. the, we, there's one card left. This is the, the final love break, Andrew. There is one card left in our ongoing game of Fog right. of Love, which we've been playing for like two years straight now. One turn yep. on every episode yep. um, since we covered that game uh, way right. back in episode... Let's see. Episode... Uh, Fog of Love was episode 41, and now we're wow. on episode 72. 72. Yeah, so, wow. So yeah, 30, 31 episodes. episodes ago or whatever. Um, so it's been exactly Andrew, 30. That makes sense. It's been exactly 30 episodes because that we wow. did on the one after that. So, yeah. Ooh, I like that. <clears throat> yeah. So um, we're, you know, punctual. <laughs> Andrew, that's right. We've been playing uh, the game uh, Fog of Love. One turn at a time, um, and we wrapped up the final chapter last episode, and so now all that's left to do in the game of Fog of Love is to play the finale card, Andrew. Uh, so I'm going to flip this bad boy over. Let's take a read of this thing, because as you know, um, this is when you basically do the, you know, the the point the point tallying if you will you know what yeah. I mean except in this game you're you're just kind of trying to figure out whether you actually um were able to if we're gonna you know, be happy in our relationship yeah. yeah yeah exactly well first of all if we even stay in our relationship and then secondly if yeah. we're gonna be happy in that relationship very good point it's gonna all hinge on this so this card Andrew says happy ending uh, question mark how do you see your relationship both select their final destiny um, resolution. So first and foremost, you reveal your destinies uh, and your destinies tell how it all ends. Then if you have any secrets in play, you go back and forth revealing all of your secrets. I don't believe we have any secrets. I didn't, uh, I didn't play any secrets yeah. in this game. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe next game. Um <laughs> <laughs> then you reveal your traits and check if you've realized your trait goals, Andrew. That of course those are the we we each have three traits that were hidden from each other that we were secretly like you know hidden objectives we were trying to pull off throughout yep. the game. Uh, they if guided you achieved... our characters' choices. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that makes this game so great is that you know you're it it. it it, it informs how you play the game, basically, your your, yeah. your secret traits. Um, and if you achieved your trait goal that's on your card, you get plus five to your satisfaction. If you missed it, you get minus two, which is going to be important, I think, because uh, satisfaction oftentimes plays a large role in fulfilling of destinies, Andrew. Uh, and then finally, uh, just like I just said, basically, then you go back to your destiny card. You see if you actually were able to fulfill it. So, Andrew... 
first things first, we got to reveal the destiny that we are trying to fulfill. So, yes. Now, um, we started with this four, is... and every chapter we yes. got rid of one, and now we only have two left, yep. so... And, um, and some of the cards have you, like, swap things in and out, depending on what happens, and yada, yada, yada. True. So, based on the... I have two left, and I'm going to go with this one, Andrew. This one is called Equal Partners. Oh, um, I am also choosing Equal Partners. Really? Okay, Andrew. And so, for this one, <clears throat> what we want is for our difference in satisfaction to be three or less... Um, and for uh, our own satisfaction to be 20 or more, which I believe yeah. it currently is for each of us. Yes. But let's see what happens when we start revealing our traits. <clears throat> um, and Andrew, do you want to start with one of yours? Sure. My first secret trait was that <laughs> I, my character, my uh, squeaky-voiced internet celebrity with an old cell phone, uh, I happen to be very secure with myself um secure was one of my traits which uh is described as free from anxiety and with a strong sense of oneself unafraid to engage with others and so i had to make sure that my individual balance on the sensitivity scale was in the negative like i'm not sensitive uh by three or more and i definitely have a lot of chips on that down arrow of sensitivity so Wow, you pulled I it off, Andrew. So you're gonna get plus five to your satisfaction. That's nice. Bump here. up my <clears throat> happiness, wow. my satisfaction here by five. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Andrew, uh, the first one I'm gonna reveal here. One of my traits, of course, myself a uh, big, burly, <clears throat> muscly um, chef wearing a flower hat, mm-hmm. um, and I was uh, adventurous, Andrew. When my card says, you know, willing to take risks and try new experiences, showing boldness in doing so. For this trait goal, Andrew, for Adventurous, we needed a shared balance that is plus five, uh, basically, on the the curiosity. Curiosity. Uh, And we did have that, so that's great. So I'm going to get plus five to my satisfaction. We were a very adventurous couple. Well, so that had to be shared, so both of us. And that's good because yep. my next one also, I needed a curiosity individual balance up by three. So obviously I was going for that as well. My, okay. Um, <laughs> my trait is promiscuous. Yes. Uh, yes. An uns- having an unselective and casual approach to engaging in sexual relationships. So that is, and, that was yep, me. And you certainly did. Yep, um, you pulled that off for sure. Well, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Well, I, I, mean, I helped pulled, out you with the, your I helped out with the but... shared goal, but unfortunately, this was one of the ones that I swapped out, and so my other oh. goal, my other goal had been the opposite. So I do have two chips on the downside of curiosity. I was not curious oh, in the beginning of the game, and then I turned right. curious, so I wasn't able to get. So your net right, my your balance net is curiosity. plus one mm. instead of plus three. Yeah, and you so... needed plus three. Uh oh, you were not promiscuous enough, Andrew. I lose Sorry. Two. I'm going to lose two satisfaction for not achieving that. Yeah, yeah sorry, it's, it's 2023. You got to you got you got to get a little more promiscuous, Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. One of my uh, other traits here, one of my three, was jealous, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> yes. Which, yep, yep. I was jealous, Andrew. I was showing envious resentment of others' success. You know, that's pretty typical of a chef. You know, like me. 
being <laughs> suspicious and possessive towards others, you know. Uh, and for that one, I needed an individual balance, uh, Andrew, of uh, plus three to sensitivity uh, or more. And that one, Andrew, I was able to pull off. So I am going to get another plus five to my. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not looking good now because you, you've achieved. And unfortunately, my next one was another one that I swapped out very late in the game. Uh, so I was originally not this trait, but I guess I changed my personality in the middle of our relationship or towards the end of our relationship. And I was actually yeah. uh, cocky. So, uh, wow. You know, great kid, don't get cocky, but I did. Great um, kid, don't get cocky. Uh, it, cocky means self-confident to a gr- degree that is rude and arrogant. And I needed a individual balance of of um, insensitive um, down there. No, not, sorry, sorry not gentleness. Gentleness, yeah, ungentle, mm-hmm. not gentle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the green one down. But I did not achieve that because it was so late in the game. I didn't. I have tons of chips on the uh, undisciplined one because that was originally what this was. But Yeah, I could see that that was certainly a strategy for a while. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you, did, you didn't end up having to do that one didn't, at all. It didn't okay. pay off for anything. Yeah, so cocky was... I was not cocky the whole game until like the three turns ago and then I became cocky. Right. So right. You were... Right. Basically you were following Han Solo's advice for much of the game. Yes. I it was great kid, don't get cocky, but then I did. So I oh, wow. um didn't achieve that one either, so I'm going to move my satisfaction down by 2 and that is going to put we were so close on our oh, satisfaction man, before these, yeah. but I couldn't I, I couldn't achieve I know, that. I know. And, and Andrew, my my last one um was uh, was macho which was aggressive pride in one's own masculine qualities being overly assertive and dominating which is mm. why I think I was, was trying to trying to be so macho but you know what maybe it was my flower hat that it ended up bringing me down unfortunately Andrew I was not <laughs> able to achieve this one because we needed a, a shared yeah. goal my this one also concerned gentleness which obviously you didn't have the individual balance to cover that one of uh, of like a uh, a, a negative gentleness basically and and i needed a shared balance of negative five in gentleness so we just didn't so we're just a little too gentle unfortunately yeah for, too uh, gentle for these traits and yeah well it didn't matter anyway if you didn't achieve that one because we're still we're still too far apart on uh yeah on our satisfaction yeah. to to uh complete our goal here yeah, it does look like, Andrew, like we're not going to be able to fulfill our destinies because, of course, for each of us, for our equal partners, we, we couldn't have been this far apart in our satisfaction. Uh-oh. Well, um, well, you know, Andrew, I think that just means that partly, you know what, Andrew, here's what I would say. Because we were a little too gentle, we were a little too soft like a, you know, like so much Jimmy John's fresh break baked bread, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think um, more Jimmy John's in there. We kid. yeah, you know, we it just didn't we just weren't as satisfied with each other. We needed we needed somebody to be a little more rough like uh, a competitor's hoagie bread, you know what I mean, Andrew? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, we needed a little more sesame seed in there if you will, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know, we needed we needed the bread to be a little bit less fresh baked. Uh, and also Andrew speaking of Jimmy John's, we probably 
I'm going to go ahead and just say canonically, we also learned about how bad a guy, the owner of Jimmy John's does at some point, and that kind of threw our relationship into a downward spiral. No, no, no. That's why we're on Sassus. So we still That's go to Jimmy John's, but now we just sit there and just like chew and don't really talk because we're not yeah. satisfied in our yep. relationship. So that's, that's yeah, just us exactly. For the rest that's of our lives. That's just us. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's us. Well, so, I guess um, we could just play again, but we're ooh. not going to do that. Uh, this is the end right. of our Fog of Love game. We are now, Pete, this means. Yeah. <laughs> that next episode, we will be starting a game of Star Wars the deck building game playing it one turn at a time on every episode. Yeah. So, yeah, what uh what did we say? Uh Star Star Love or War War Love maybe? Uh what are we Not love, saying? break. You're talking about the word break. So it's Star Break or War oh, Break. Right. Star <laughs> Break did, or War Break. We did Chess Break, Love Break. I don't know. Um maybe we'll put out a poll on uh Social media. Maybe I kind of I kind of like war, I kind of like war wars. Maybe wars break wars break right because then I can what I can do is I can do wars who huh, break who huh. what is it like <laughs> 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 well now you need, uh, you need now the music needs still needs to be the Stone Cold theme song but it needs to be in, no like, I'll I'll get in the lab I'll see if I can yeah what if it what if it's wars <laughs> break. <laughs> What is it good for? <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. I might have a little fun in the lab. We'll see. Um, what if it's a Star Wars break? Star Wars do that, break. right? Okay, fair enough. Star, Star Wars break. Psh, wars psh, break. Psh, psh, what is, what it, is good it good for? for? Oh, I like that. <laughs> Absolutely everything. <laughs> Give it to me. Star Wars break. Everything. Yeah. That's anyway, right. Andrew. Yeah, Wars that is break. that is the way uh, that is the way it happens. Whenever whatever the game is that we're reviewing, when we re- when we finish the current you know game of of uh, that we're that we break for that that it in a uh, Tim Allen Santa Claus situation, <clears throat> it becomes <laughs> the it becomes the new break segment game. So <laughs> Star Wars: The Deck Building Game has now inherited the. Uh, the break mantle so we'll we'll be playing that we'll be playing one one game of star wars the deck building game one turn at a time andrew starting next week or well next episode oh Um, i just i just coughed hopefully you edited that out but maybe not oh Um, yeah sure yeah 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 Mm -hmm. anyway i was just coughing like general grievous because i could not uh believe how funny that uh team allen santa claus yeah exactly general grievous of course yeah, notoriously known for his sense of humor. Uh, yeah, he would always and, laugh uh, so much that he would cough. That's why he was coughing so much. He was just always and laughing. not not only known for the way that he, uh, you know, set up <laughs> you and McGregor to say uh, hello there, um, <laughs> General Kenobi. Andrew, now you got me thinking about General Grievous. Which I mean, at that point, you're lucky you still have me on the line. You know what I mean? Because right. I. Often, you know what I mean. Most of yeah. the time, I would be, I'd just be laying down on the ground thinking about that for the. But, uh, but as it turns out, Andrew, I'm actually kind of in the mood to talk about General Grievous and, and a lot more of stuff associated with Star Wars. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and get somebody on the line for me here for an acquaintance call-in? 
acquaintance call in. Yeah, that's right. It's time for an acquaintance call in. This is, of course, the segment in the show. Andrew, we're going to talk to somebody who many shows would refer to as a friend of the show. But of course, for our show, I mean, that would just be disingenuous to call it that. So, Andrew, let's just talk to an acquaintance, just somebody that we know. Andrew, who do we have on the line today? All right. Pete, well, I'm excited because we have, of course, a Star Wars acquaintance here on the line. We're talking to uh, podcaster extraordinaire Nick Milky. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to hang out. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, uh, Nick, is that your real last name or did you go Galaxy? <laughs> did you change it to something? You know, it, it is way. my real last name. It is my real last name. No, nothing clever, okay. nothing creative. If I had thought this through probably earlier when I got started in podcasting, I probably yes. should have come up with some kind of, you know, stage name, whatever. But no, I just jumped in and went uh, for it. Milky Way I've, Galaxy or anything. I've like been that. Exactly. Yeah, Milky Way, maybe. I, I've been thinking I've been trying out some new Andrew. I'm bouncing things off. Andrew, I'm thinking about going by Pete Frick. <laughs> uh and i've also been trying out pete the hut recently too yeah uh it's close to pizza the hut almost the, that's the thing is i'm worried i'm gonna get hit with uh you know <laughs> season desist you know yeah I mean? sure on uh on all of my government documents so um you know nick one thing uh we do like to clear up for our audience up front because they think they're thinking okay these people have a shared love of you know george lucas's dream you know what i mean they've probably right. been getting pretty darn friendly and so we just have to make sure up front uh that we clarify we are not friends correct not even close pal sorry oh, awesome well you know we could be close we it's maybe a little bit close you know what I, mean? <laughs> I didn't have to go that far no i appreciate it we want to leave no doubt in the listener's mind no, that we are not friends pete and i are each other's only friend and that's it right so that's right, that's right. Yeah, we, we can't anytime be we try to break here. out of this prison our listeners kind of usher us back <laughs> put, in, put you back, back where you belong us. there you go that's right yeah uh right. so nick i mentioned it right uh when i introduced you there but uh so you're a star wars podcaster tell us a little I bit am. about your so how long okay. you been star wars in nick now andrew i'm <laughs> uh, sorry for 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 one second i thought you were about to say he was a Star Wars pod racer, and I got well, even would, more excited. Oh, but man. he's a podcaster. Okay, that would have been a headline drop for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes, I am a Star Wars podcaster, and in a wider picture, I have been Star Wars in since 1978 when I was introduced Whoa. into this world. Um, I have never had a moment in my life where I have not had Star Wars. Um, earliest memories are Return of the Jedi at a drive-in movie theater in Central Illinois, where I grew up. Um, wow. And then, you know, all the traditional things, the Legends books, the Dark Times, the re-releases, the special editions in college during the prequels. And, you know, that story of so many Gen Xers like myself, you know, is, rings pretty familiar. Um, as far as podcasting goes, I started Podcast of the Wills in 2017 with my good friend Steve. Um, we based it on a concept, um, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, which is another podcast that existed where they took the Harry Potter books and they basically treated them as if they were the Bible. If you were to do a Bible study, but instead of the Bible, they used the Harry Potter books. And we said, hey, let's do a Star Wars version of that. So we started Podcast of the Wills and said, um, Podcast of the Wills, the podcast that treats Star Wars like a sacred text um, as a nod to them, to their show. And we spent a lot of time deep diving, breaking the movies into segments. We also did very traditional 
you know, two hour deep dives on a minute and 47 second force awakens teaser trailer, you know, <laughs> yeah. all the other traditional podcasty things. Um, we lived in different towns. We kind of had to do a lot of coordinating. Our first podcast episodes were recorded on Skype back in the, you know, stone knives and bearskins days. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, as time progressed, like a lot of people, certainly in the podcasting space during the pandemic, um, I had a transitional work situation. I was home for that year, first year of pandemic and kind of decided to lean into all this extra time I have and transition podcast of the wheels into a Sunday night live stream show, started booking guests, kind of transitioned from there. And since then have gone on to do a bunch of other fun stuff. Most recently in the last couple of years, I have partnered up with my good friend, Pete Fletzer from around the galaxy. Um, we started the streaming star Wars network, the SSW network. We have around the galaxy that we co-host together. Podcast of the wheels is still around. It kind of exists more as a deep dive show. Um, you know, when we really want to get granular and nerd out on something, we do those occasionally, but we do around the galaxy, long form interviews, um, Friday nights, most Friday nights, we do a live YouTube show called force connect where it's Pete and I and Chris from bro axiom. We hang out, we do silly things. We play drinking games. We take calls a lot of time. We call it sports talk radio, but for star Wars, um, yeah. I have too many podcasts is really the moral of this story. <laughs> I do a lot of different things and wow. living in a house with a wife and four daughters. There's a lot of times they're like, really, you're going out to your studio again to, you know, as my wife coined and we've used this on T-shirts, my weird space friends. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if it's Star Wars, I'm interested. If it's podcasting, I'm interested because one of the things I wanted very, very much when I was a child was I wanted to be a radio DJ. And so I would pretend as a kid with my Fisher Price record player and my Fisher Price cassette player, I'd make my own radio shows, do the DJ bits in between, listen to them back. And now here I am 40 something years later and the internet and podcasting has made it so that any idiot like me can have a podcast and be a DJ. So here yep. I am. Yep. 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 Um, and so of course the first thing that comes to mind when I think of, combining star wars and uh, kind of like a radio dj is a joe yowza of course so um <laughs> do you is that how you kind of see yourself when you look in the mirror don't i don't think i'm as cool as joe yowza so I, i've got some work to you know i've got some no, ways to go not many people yeah, are. maybe i may want to fancy myself as the dude from whose line is it anyway calling the pod race and the phantom menace uh, yes yes uh, yes you know little too that... colin um Greg uh, was, Greg was it Greg, Greg Proops or was it? Yeah, okay. it was Greg Proops. Um, yeah, you know, a little silly, a little irreverent. Like I said, um, we usually play drinking games on Friday nights. We do other silly stuff like that. I like a good glass of bourbon when I'm sitting down to have a conversation with somebody. So, mm -hmm. you know, just mm -hmm. I might be more along the lines of, you know, the guy in the corner of the Mos Espa Cantina just talking to himself at some point. That's there right. You go. Yeah. That's right. That's as long right. As you're talking That's Star right. Wars, you know, a couple things about <laughs> so the live shows, you know, I, mm -hmm. I've seen a couple of them and I love these kind of these uh, people that do these live YouTube shows. We had the guys from uh, the Bombad cast on one time on our mm -hmm. show. It's kind of mm -hmm. a similar yep. thing where you can you can watch it live and react and chat and stuff like that. So I think that's a, that's a really cool thing. I it must be um, must be cool. I, Pete and I aren't doing that right now, but, uh, you know, never, sure. you never know. <laughs> well, we're not it on was that. Something... We're not on that side of it. But Andrew, you might remember Andrew from all of your live casts under the name. Uh, let me think. What's a funny name here? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is great. On. Come up with a joke. Uh, uh, 
while... you know, it's a pretty similar formula. Listen, it's going to be, you know, funny Star Wars name, uh, you know, funny <laughs> number, basically. You know how the formula goes. Yeah, that's right. That's how yeah, it works. Babu Just Frick lover, uh, there we go. Or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's right. actually well, and an that, earnest name. Yeah, that format, honestly, that was a lot of what was kind of the fuel for my transition when I kind of picked it up more full time during pandemic. My, my original co-host, Steve, had to step away, family obligations, that kind of thing. And he said, look, if you want to keep doing it, run with it. So when I transitioned to it on a Sunday night for, gosh, a good year and a half, maybe, I did the show by myself. But what I leaned on was having that live chat. And we had all developed these friendships. I know the Bombad guys. I know mm -hmm. the Broaxium guys. Like, we all kind of flowed in and out of each other's chats. And I love yeah. the community that we found there. And certainly during pandemic, when we were all at home and nobody could go anywhere, it became, you know, the bar on a Friday night that nobody could go to, but we could still hang out at home, laugh. The call-in shows, the old Force Connect before we kind of took it over was mm -hmm. that same thing. And we took it to the next level because you could drop the link in the chat and maybe get on screen with your friends, yeah. chop it up a little bit, be silly. Get but what jukebox, I always said get was... The, get the Bith Jizz music playing. That's, you know, that's right. Put, you know, $7 worth of Hoobastank in the jukebox. That's and the party right. <laughs> that's um, right. But... It was that thing that I, even when I had a guest, because I usually tried to have guests for those original live streamed podcasts of the wheels. But in the off chance I got a bad guest, there was also a live chat that I could pull a question from or lean on a little bit to kind of back me up and not have mm -hmm. things be too dry. So that format, you know, absolutely has been a big part of what we do. And we feel like the difference certainly between Around the Galaxy and Force Connect is around the galaxy allows us to be that kind of long form, a little bit more professional, you know, interview style thing where we can have a longer conversation. Um, yeah. And then force connect is it's Friday night. Let's hang out and, you know, get a little tipsy with our fr nerd friends. There you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Drink you mentioned blue milk. Yeah. Get some blue milk. <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh podcast of the wheels. I was trying to explain this mm -hmm. to Pete the other day off mic where, yeah, podcast of the wheels. That is like, and I, I'm not even that like steeped in the lore here, but there is something called the Journal of the Wheels. Could you Correct. tell us about that? What is that whole story? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. One of the earliest titles for Star Wars was something to the effect of, and I'm going to get it wrong, and I'm going to have to turn in my fan card, but <laughs> it's something to the effect of uh, the Adventures of Luke Starkiller as chronicled in the Journal of the Wheel Journals of the Wheels. It. Yeah. It's something like that. And that's one of George's original working draft titles for Star Wars, which that is where Starkiller comes awesome. from yeah, um, and all of that. So like anything with a catchy name, you want to have, you know, I've said for a long time, I think Brandon Winerdy with Talking Bay 94 has one of the best podcast names. Um, but Bay Podcast 94. of the Wills, I, I'm very proud of. I think that that's a good, you know, you weave it in there. You kind of know. Yeah. But if you don't know Star Wars and you just see a shirt that says Podcast of the Wheels, you might go, what is that? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. So a little mm -hmm. bit of intrigue, a little bit of and that well, was pushing uh, my glasses up on my nose. They mentioned that. in. <laughs> now, I'm just thinking, didn't they mention that in Rogue One? Uh, uh, is yes, that guy? The, yeah, um, he's a guardian of the wheels or something like the that. The guardian of the wheels. That's right. Chirrut was a guardian of the wheels and yeah. it was kind of a monastic order. I almost mm -hmm. want to associate them kind of along the lines of like the Jesuits, like it was a protective order. For mm -hmm. the Journal of the Wills, for the Wills, you know, as a religious and kind of educational concept, which was a big thing with the Jesuits. It was kind of the educational wing of the Catholic Church and that kind of deal. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you are you're remembering correctly. There is a connection there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to explain it and you did it much better than I did. I was trying. I was like, I think it <laughs> yes. was a thing. And George Lucas had a bad title at first. And it was like, a yeah. Thing. 
people yeah, telling now, the story of Star Wars. <laughs> Andrew, don't, don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, allow me to be. Uh, yeah, you did a much better job, Nick, <laughs> than uh, than Andrew did at, at describing. Well, if that. I've had a podcast this long with that name, I should <laughs> yeah. at least be able to get half of yeah, the answer yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, no, that's very cool. The idea that there's like. Um, kind of like relics from the past like that i I gotta say i mean um george lucas on like the surface level always gets a lot of flack because there are some silly things he does you know what i mean right but uh, i mean in terms of you know world building and and story arc and stuff like that i mean even just hearing that as the original title and everything like that it makes me it piques my interest a hundred percent you know what i mean you mean Elon Slees Bagano was not uh, that, <laughs> that you calling that silly, Pete? Is that one of the silly things you're talking about? Yeah, that, that's, that's clearly. You know. <laughs> but it's, and I but think it's, the reason I connected count. with that name in particular so much mm-hmm. when I heard it the first time was because it's exactly the kind of dad jokey thing that my own dad would have said. Yeah. Like when somebody cut him off in traffic, he'd be like, what a sleaze bagano. He would just <laughs> he would have said something silly like that. And George and my dad are basically the same age. So oh, there you go. it makes sense. It's a generational thing. Yep. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um now, Nick, um yes. would you say that Star Wars is um a good movie? No, I'm just kidding. I, don't know. I was <laughs> I was trying to think of the most inane question to ask uh, uh, someone. <laughs> um, now, so you uh, the uh, so you saw Return of the Jedi in person in mm-hmm. the movie theater. Um, yes. By that point, was the the country was kind of like enamored with it by that point, right? I mean, it was uh, in full full swing. Yeah, that was '83. Um, mm-hmm. I was five years old. Like I said, we went to a drive-in movie theater when I lived in Illinois. I lived in Illinois the first 10 years of my life and then moved, you know, to Alabama because that's what people do is move from Illinois to Alabama. For sure. Um, But yeah, so at a drive-in movie theater and at five years old, I just remember it was the biggest thing I'd ever seen. And it was this huge screen and the little crappy speaker that clipped to your car window. Oh, right. You know, and I don't know that I necessarily had a sense of like the craze in the country for it, but I mm-hmm. knew the first time I saw it, I was hooked. And then sometime shortly thereafter and in, came into existence in our house was recorded off HBO copies of the movies. And I absolutely wore those tapes out and I got I didn't have nearly the toys that I wanted to have as a kid, but I had a good mm-hmm. amount of, you know, Star Wars toys, the X-Wing, the Snowspeeder, never had any of the big ones, but, you know, the figures, that kind of stuff. And it really was like if what I felt for it was, you know, one millionth of a percent of the insanity that was going and raging through the country at that point because of this Mm -hmm. truly groundbreaking, you know, even from a technical standpoint, like I can only imagine how crazy it was if it impacted me that way. And I was just a five year old kid. Yeah. 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 Uh, Now is the unfortunate time where I have to tell you, Nick, that uh, Andrew and I are. Uh, we do work for the FBI, so we do have to okay. take you in for for pirating the movies off of <laughs> HBO. 
Fair Sorry. enough. Yeah, you did just admit. Uh, but they were also on Betamax, so like I don't even know okay. if you can prove that exists anymore. So yeah, that's <laughs> right. a good point. I don't think we're gonna be able may, to may have catch twenty two G there somewhere. <laughs> all Betamaxes have been destroyed, you know. So yeah, it's... nobody else in our <laughs> department still remembers what Betamax. See, that's right. <laughs> so, we don't have a machine anymore at the FBI. We won't talk about two of the Indiana Jones Betamax that I have sitting over my shoulder <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Uh -oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, evidence. So uh, visual evidence too. Uh, now, I don't think it's any coincidence, Nick, that um, your love of Star Wars really became ignited once you saw the Ewoks celebrate their victory with the <laughs> Yub Nub celebration. I feel like there's got to be there's something about that. When you're five years old and you see the entire tribe of Ewoks, you know, yelling Yub Nub. Um, That's right. I think that I think that is the kind of thing that makes it kind of sets you up for a life full of stuff. It's it's the original romantic language. It was, <laughs> you know, the e the right. Ewoks drawing you in. And if that wasn't enough, you knew that they straight up ate all those dead stormtroopers and then yes. they used their helmets for drums. Like yes, this was did. the kind of savagery that a five-year-old boy was on board for. Absolutely. <laughs> and and so I would assume that you have seen the uh, both of the Ewok films. Uh, oh, right? of course. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember Andrew and I watching uh, watching those uh, not too long ago <laughs> and uh, and me being like, wow, this is different, but I like it. You <laughs> it's know it's I mean? not great. It's not great. <laughs> Right. It's not Some great, people but... say Wilford Brimley is the diabetes guy. No, no. Wilford no, Brimley no. is the Ewok movies guy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And his little fast uh, creature that runs around. Uh, what a what a movie. Exactly. I mean, people don't... those are movie. on those are on Disney Plus now. Like you can just watch. Yes, they them. are for a while. Ooh. They were really hard to find. But now they're they're on there. Wow. Yep. They're not trying they to did hide that, that whole vintage tab. The no, only thing still that didn't won't... make its way. I've been on I've been special. on a kick. I've been trying to do hashtag release the holiday special. They will not release the yep. whole thing. It's a, yeah. maybe parts of it are a little inappropriate for kids now. I well, don't know. I'll tell you this, and mm. it's going to get wider release, I think, on Friday. Um, I've had the opportunity to see the holiday special documentary a couple of times now that. Um, oh, the guy that did fanboys, Kyle Newman and Adam F. Mm. Goldberg. Yes. Mm. Um, they and the guy that did I'm a blank Jeremy Kuhn, who did the. Raiders documentary about the kids who recreated Raiders. Oh yeah, um, oh. shot for shot when they were kids and finished it. Wow. Those guys all got together and they did, and it's one of the best documentaries I've seen. And I love documentaries, oh. but it looks at variety shows in the seventies, how this thing came about, how do you end wow. up with you know all these different people in it, and the interviews like Paul Shear, Taryn Killam. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried, like all these different people who were a part of J.W. Rensler before he passed, like all these different folks talking wow. about the holiday. It's absolutely unbelievable. It's such a good documentary and I can't wait for everybody to check it out. Wow. Andrew, we're going to have to do a screening. Um, A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I, we'll, uh, do, we'll recreate Nick's uh, childhood drive in. And uh, what we'll do is we'll park in your parking lot and project it onto <laughs> your child ceiling or something you know yeah I mean? sure keep 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 them up late you know what i mean that'll be great yeah with the weirdness <laughs> of with the weirdness of chewbacca's family his perverted yeah. grandfather and like <laughs> her father-in-law for those who haven't seen it just like 20 straight minutes of just wookies grunting at each other with there's no, no english it's just no it no makes... no subtitles no anything they talk about that in the documentary even it's unbelievable it's hey, you know 20 minutes of sheer wook no subtitles no anything <laughs> 
It's <laughs> wild. Uh, I think the kids are ready for it, quite frankly, Andrew. I think they're... <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, exactly. You, you know what's going on with kids these days? Come on, they're ready for the holidays. <laughs> okay, all right. I guess you're right. Um, Nick, we are talking. <laughs> we haven't really talked about it, but on this episode, oh, we're yeah. talking about uh, the new Star Wars, Star Wars: The Deck Building Game. Which mm-hmm. is like a card game where you know you can you kind of have some choices sometimes. You got to pick. Oh, do I want to take this card? Do I want to spend the resources on this card or not? Mm-hmm. And so Pete you, and I thought it might yeah. be fun if we kind of play a similar game right now with you. Okay. Oh, uh, a little this or that Star Wars edition. Almost uh, like you're building your own deck, but yeah. uh, with answers, an answer yeah, like deck, it. right? An answer deck, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're gonna you you're gonna build your own deck right now. We're gonna give you two yeah. choices: this or that. Okay. And you gotta choose. Sometimes yeah. it might be controversial. And internet, by the way, if he doesn't pick one of them, it doesn't mean that he hates the one that he doesn't pick. Okay. Yeah, it good seems point. Stir up controversy. <laughs> uh, we wanna, yeah, we wanna stress that Nick shares the opinion of whoever is listening and whatever your opinion is. So don't come for, <laughs> and so do we, and so whatever, whatever your opinion is, sure we're down with it. I don't know. Uh, well, that's not true. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I mean yeah. like. You know, if you say like, "Oh, what do you like better?" Like, uh, Return no, of I Jedi, know, I'm... or you know, like, uh, no, yeah, they're gonna come. You know, Force gonna... Awakens is like, oh well, if I pick Return of the Jedi, that means you hate Force Awakens, right? Like exactly. Like that, <laughs> right. No. 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 Right. Exactly. Uh, whatever makes them not come for us, uh, I'll say it. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, we could use the attention though, so I'll take it. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh... Um. All right, Nick. You ready for your first one? Yes, sir. All right. Here's here's. This is the battle of the cuteness. Uh, we go in Baby Yoda or Babu Frick. Mm. Going with Babu Frick. Babu Frick. That's what I'm L- talking about. A little, little more Nick. helpful. Yes. A little more comical. I mean, Baby Yoda's great. I have no problems yes. with Baby Yoda, but I'm, I'm a yeah. Frick guy. Let's roll. I'm a yes. Frick guy. Exactly. Exactly. Now, Nick, follow up my question. Baby Yoda or adult Yoda? Oh. Mm, adult Yoda. Oh, yeah, nice. like that's that. right. Not not on not on a cuteness scale, but who mm-hmm. do I want around? I want Adult Yoda around. He's gonna teach me some stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, and you know what? Follow up, follow up. I just thought of this. Um, <laughs> um, Empire Strikes Back, Yoda, Crazy Yoda, Crazy Hermit Yoda, or uh, you know, Jedi uh, Council Yoda. I think I'm going Crazy Yoda. I'm gonna roll for yeah. a little bit of chaos. I want. Yeah. I mean, he's Instant the kind of guy puppet. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to knock somebody over and, you know, take a drink from him and then tell him a lesson about, well, see, you shouldn't have not protected your drink or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I, I like it to be exciting. I'm more of a rule follower, so I need him to kind of do that for me. Exactly. When Hitting I, R2 with a spoon, that's my kind of guy. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. When I was in college, we went, uh, I knew somebody who had never seen any Star Wars movies and we went to, it was when episode three was coming out and mm-hmm. We watched episode one, episode two. I would not recommend watching it in that order. I think it <laughs> yeah, was probably not. better. But then when we got, and then after we went and saw it in the theater, and then we saw, you know, episode four. And then when we got to episode five, Yoda was there and she was like, he's crazy in this one. What has <laughs> happened? You know, it was like, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. he's been on his own for a long time. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. she, got, she got really a little shocked. desert island nuts over there. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, Nick, I mentioned pod racing earlier. My question for mm-hmm. you is pod racing or swoop bike racing? Oh, mm, that's a good one. I'm going to go with pod racing. It feels a little more spacey. It feels a little more, I mean, 
swoop yeah. swoop bike racing automatically has me in like street bike racing here I, right it's not my game but mm -hmm. for some reason pod, pod racing's my choice oh yeah or what were those things in the book of boba fett those super slow uh <laughs> the <Right>. shiny speeders <laughs> the yeah. best space the shiny uh <laughs> space best people were making fun of those yeah. all right anyway <laughs> I, I could be down for a sunday afternoon cruise on a space yeah, Vespa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were shiny um okay we mentioned joe wowza so uh nick mm -hmm. jedi rocks or lofty neck mm, jedi rocks 100 percent. Oh, okay okay yeah, yeah it does swing a little bit more yeah it does you were yeah. bet well in my book you were batting a thousand until that one so uh, that's <laughs> get them internet no just get <laughs> now, yep. now i gotta I got i gotta throw a curveball in there somewhere yeah yeah i hear that um, Nick, this one's gonna. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna throw you a softball, okay? Because okay. Andrew was coming with the heat, and I want to, you know, <laughs> take the heat off a little bit. I'm talking high ground or low ground. Oh, I mean, the one that had the high grounds kept his legs, kept his arms. That's right. Got more handsome. Got to go and do more cool things. The other guy yeah. ended up in like a walking CPAP machine. Yep. So <laughs> going high ground. Yep. Right, yeah, you got to have the high ground. Yeah. Very good. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll Don't stick do it, in, Anakin. Yeah. We'll stick in that realm. <laughs> uh, would you? Oh well, this is not really would you rather, but we'll say uh, blue or green lightsaber. Oh wow. Oh, um, I'm going blue. I I've always mm -hmm. been a blue guy. Mm -hmm. Um, I am. You know, that was kind of what we got super initially. We get the green one later on. Um, also, I'm really excited because here coming up pretty shortly, I'm going to get my hands on the Kanan Saber from Galaxy's Edge. Whoa. And Kanan had a blue blade as well. It's the only lightsaber hilt that I've ever felt like I want to own that. Like other people have Luke and Obi-Wan and that's cool. And if I had one, great. But like the saber hilt that I love and want is the Kanan Jarrus lightsaber. So he's a blue saber guy as well. Mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. from the popular show rebels for all the people who it is from the popular, popular show rebels. wow 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 um nick speaking of popular are you going jar jar or are you going salacious crumb mm, salacious crumb that's old school <laughs> that's yeah you know he, he's that kind of an obnoxious but like you can flick him away with your hand mm -hmm. jar jar's big there's some meat there like he's gonna take up some space you're gonna have to like put him somewhere and then you're going to feel bad that you made him sit in the corner salacious yep. you can just kind of be like shoot go away you're not going to mm -hmm. feel as bad mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. that's yeah. good that's good logic yeah you I, know, I was trying to th I, when i was planning this i was trying to think how am i going to get one with Jarjo in there and, and i couldn't think <laughs> of it but you, you got it there yeah good. yeah i mean i basically turned off my navigation system andrew yeah that was your oh, problem was you were, <laughs> that's right you were using you relied too heavily I, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. I was uh whatever, gold leader or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Just, uh, <laughs> reflected on the surface. Um uh okay, I'm gonna go. We got a I got yeah, a couple Andrew, of... hit us hit us with one one last one or, or two if you have this a is one. A two parter here. Okay, oh, oh, I like a couple it. I like of Mandalorian uh okay, so Ooh, we'll start okay. with this one. Uh Boba Fett or or Man Din Djarin. Din Djarin. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Din Djarin for mm -hmm. sure. Much right. more character development, not to again. Boba Fett's great. Sure. I liked Boba Fett when he was the mysterious guy in the helmet that showed up just a few times in the movies. Mm -hmm. I like that they gave Boba Fett character development as well. I actually yeah. thought that was a good part of that show. He doesn't have to just be, you know, the Punisher, but in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And 
but I just love Dinjar and I love what they've done with that series and how much of the life it has breathed into the ongoing story of Star Wars. So I'm going with yeah. Din on that one. All right. I got two more Mandalorians here to compare. Uh, and this mm. is for all the nerds. Although these two are in live action now. Um, mm. Bo-Katan or Sabine Wren? Sabine Wren. Oh. Bo-Katan's uh-huh. cool. Sabine's mm-hmm. even cooler. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. She likes mm-hmm. and, and she has some some hidden talents that we've learned about here recently in live action as well, which just adds to her coolness. Wow. Nice. On the Ahsoka, um, the Ahsoka Ashoka. Ooh. Um well that I think I guess that's it for uh Star Wars this or that. Nick, you had a few <laughs> flops in there, but you passed, I'd say. That's a passing grade. <laughs> nice. I'm glad, yes, glad I could not embarrass myself completely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Andrew just wants to basically say, uh, "Great job, kid! Don't get cocky." You know, that's I mean? right. Yeah, <laughs> don't get cocky. See, yeah, there it is. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't stick your tongue in the uh, the electrical thing. Oh, the and coupling, went, uh, the yeah, the, the power yeah, coupling, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> very good, very good. Well, you know, uh, Nick, this we, you know, I don't know if you know, this is a board game podcast, actually, so it's probably pertinent if we ask. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you have any? I know you love Star Wars, but do you have any favorite board games that you like to play with the family or anything like that? And Nick, don't say Hollow Chess or wait, what's the what is it? <laughs> Dejarik. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, say no worries uh, there. I Sabak. haven't. I haven't. You know, I was say I haven't learned don't the rules Sabak. of Sabak yet. Um, <laughs> as far as Star Wars games, I do remember playing a little bit as a kid the um, the Death Star Escape game i remember having that one as a kid and then i had it a couple years ago when they re-released it with the retro i think it had tarkin figure in it Mm. um so i remember playing that as far as star wars games go probably not really any other star wars board games but we grew up playing games of all kind honestly my favorite game is scrabble my wife and i love to make coffee and play scrabble together um, yeah. played a lot of cards growing up i know that's not technically a board game but um it counts this no it counts Played played spades in study hall all through high school. Um, oh yeah, we we play a lot of phase ten at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, regular decks of cards. I'll have a good poker night if I get a chance to get close to a poker night. So love yeah. playing games. Um, yeah. Having kids, we've run through a lot of different board games, and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Um, yeah, but I'm always I'm always up for a game. I'm always up for you know family game night sometimes after four six everybody else is going oh really and i'm like yeah let's do it let's go so <laughs> i wasn't like sure dominoes. oh dominoes that's good yeah. i wasn't sure because oh, you yeah. have a lot of star wars memorabilia i see there the <laughs> oh, can't see that yeah yeah and yeah, there is yeah, that yeah. game uh star wars x-wing we've covered that one before with all the little miniatures i don't know if you've seen that nick with all uh-huh the- i have seen it I, again that's it another has... one of those like all the yeah. people that do like the Warhammer stuff and yeah. the miniatures. And I was, I think I was right on the edge of not really getting the chance to connect with like the West End games, Star Wars mm. stuff that were like late 80s, early 90s. Yep. Um, but I played, you know, played some video games, certainly growing up, original NES, Star Wars, the Super Star Wars that came out on Super Nintendo. That's impossibly oh, yeah. hard. It, yes. Um, very yes. frustrating. And, yes, yes, but yes. <laughs> to go back, even, you know, I do also remember playing in the arcade, that original mm-hmm. wireframe graphics Star Wars video game that was the, I think it was the Atari one. Um, oh. And it had the Death Star and it had the, you know, flying down the trench and it had the handle and you could if you went to the right arcade they had the sit down version so you felt wow. like you were in an x-wing Oof. um one up redid that one a couple of years ago i don't have one but i watch for them on facebook marketplace and one day oh yes it will be mine one day <laughs> yes <laughs> it'll be just like home and of course womp rats 
Exactly. And of course, I love the newer games. Um, Jedi Fallen Order was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, for Battlefront 2. Yeah. I'll still break out some Battlefront 2 every now and then and just run around because it's basically Goldeneye, but for Star Wars. So why not? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I've never played that Jedi Fallen Order game, but I have watched the entire thing on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. I didn't get to play the new one, but I did the same thing. I watched yeah. the story of it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got um, because I don't have a so. PlayStation Five. I only have a PlayStation oh. Four. So yeah, they yeah, didn't make yeah, a version yeah. of that that I could play. But it's okay. <laughs> no, that's the yeah. You're right. You gotta uh, you you gotta make sure you don't miss anything. You know what I mean? That yeah. might have happened in those mm-hmm. cutscenes. You know what I mean? Uh, suddenly somebody sure. somebody 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 has a one up on you because they know what happened. <laughs> well, to, and it. You know. I could even say it was research. We had one of the actors, exactly. the actor that played Sierra Junda, Deborah Wilson, who was on Mad TV back in the day. She's oh, yeah. been on with us a couple of times. And so I had to know what happened with Seer and what happened with her character and all that stuff. So, yeah, yes. I can justify That's that right. all day. It's That's a, a write off. That's a write off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. You get the PS5 and uh, make right. it a deduction. I'm you know? clearly just... not doing this the right way. You just write it off. You don't have you to just write That's it off. Right. Now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an accountant. You just write Star Wars business. <laughs> <in it. laughs> uh, well, speaking of, so you, so you had her on as a guest. So tell us a little bit more about where people can find all your stuff and uh, a yeah. little bit more. Pl- you know, give us the plugs. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am maybe one of the last few people left on Twitter. I keep trying to go to yeah. some of the other places, but honestly, yeah. everybody still seems to be on Twitter, and that's where most of the action is. I won't call it its real n- new name. Right. Um, exactly. It's still Twitter. Yes. Always it will be. Twitter, uh, but absolutely. if you go to Twitter, I am at Will's Pod. That's W-H-I-L-L-S-P-O-D. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, from there, I'm sure you can find, you know, all of our other stuff. The other easiest way is if you go to the SSWnetwork.com. That's where you get to our network website. It'll get you to Force Connect around the galaxy. We have a merch shop. We have lots of ridiculous T-shirts. It's one of those things that. Kind of like our Friday night live show drinking games. There's usually like every week there's some dumb idea that we go, that should be a T-shirt. And it ends up being a T-shirt or a sticker or, um, you know, one of the very famous styles of music in Star Wars that was in the original Mos Eisley Cantina mm-hmm. is called Jizz. Recently mm-hmm. kind of retro con through some stories. There mm-hmm. is a shirt in our store that says I love Jizz with a picture of one of the Cantina member members on it. Okay. So there if we somebody go. wants one, they're brave enough. It's out yeah. there. You can go this get our an, weird designs. This is yeah. an instant purchase. I am wearing that. No, to this the is next an instant purchase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There go <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> the SSWnetwork.com is really the easiest yeah. way to find and we'll, all the different uh, stuff we do. We'll drop a, a link for that in, in the episode description. So if somebody's listening to this Perfect. and they don't even want to have to enter in the, the dang letters, just click. Just give it a <laughs> click. It's in there. So. That's right. Um, well, that is awesome. Thank you, Nick, so much for joining us on the show today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody go check out uh, all of Nick's podcasts and all of his stuff on, on Twitter and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, uh, and- thanks again. I'm glad we're still not friends, but I'm glad we got to know you a little bit better. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Thanks. Nick. That's that's Nick Milky, everybody. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Hoo chi mama. That was that was a good time. It's always a good time. That was a good always time a good talking time. on the phone to our acquaintances. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Pete? It's yep. just back, just me and you. The way this podcast, wow. God wow. intended, right? Yep, um, that's right. The way this podcast, God was uh, intended it to be. 
just mm-hmm. the two of us. Um, you know what? W- wouldn't yep. it be crazy if... And the only two practitioners of this religion, you're listening to them. <laughs> Me and Andrew. <laughs> wouldn't it be it's crazy kind of if, like, um, you know, there was actually... Talk about, like, in the whole world, there was nobody left yeah. except for me and you. Wouldn't that be oh, nuts? Oh, wow. That yeah. sounds kind of post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah, that's right. It's time for our segment called Post-apocalyptic, where we're going to uh, just fantasize about what if the world were done, and there's... There's only one copy of this game left, and Pete and I are going to be fighting over this with our. Uh... I, I, well, it's not. I don't know if it's just you and I left because we do have. We do both have tribes, but it's just a. Yeah, there's tribes definitely of much fewer. Is what people. they are, yeah. Tribes um, of yeah. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. but they're just a bunch of salacious crumbs and and. I was going to say, what if they're just like mice or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay, have salacious okay. crumbs, and you have a bunch of. Uh, um, Womp, oh womp, womp rats, yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, oh my gosh, why can I not, uh, hey, hey, that guy, you have a bunch of... Uh, oh, Babu Frick, uh, Babu they are, uh, oh man, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm angry at myself for not knowing his race. Uh, Anzellan, I know that, I could remember Anzellan, wow. but I could not remember Babu Frick for some reason, why... Mm-hmm. My brain's not working. Well, right now. so taking uh, taking uh, you know resumes for new podcast hosts uh, <laughs> as Andrew is fired. No, just kidding. Um, yes. Okay. So I've got I've got Anzellans. You've got um, what now? What salacious crumb is uh, some sort? What do they call those guys? Monkey rats or whatever? Some, something something monkey rats something like that. Oh, they're called um, uh, and monkey lizards. Monkey lizards, yeah. Kowakian. Okay, so that's your tribe. Kowaki and monkey yeah. lizards, and you've got uh, Anzellans. I'm I'm also Anzellans. looking for a new podcast host, but on my listing it says must know the race of Babu Frick. Oh, were... no. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yours yep. says must know the name of Babu Frick. Um, wow, wow. Anyway, wow, wow. yeah, Kowaki and, and it also says must know must love Kowaki and monkey lizards. That's a good bumper <laughs> sticker. Must love. Kowaki. That's a good. Wow. Isn't that a movie? Must That's love a good dogs. Bumper right? sticker. Sure, yeah. Paul Reiser, maybe. Who knows? Okay, Ellen so get Hunt? that. Get know. that movie poster. Somebody do this. Uh, Photoshop yep. this. That movie poster, yep. but it says "Must love Kowaki and monkey lizards." Kowaki and monkey lizards. <laughs> I yeah, I love my Kowaki and monkey lizard, and it's some sort of messed up paw print. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, doesn't he have like? Uh, doesn't Slice Crumb have like ET me. hands? <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> so good. Yeah, so good. All right, this is our new segment. Wacky uh, right, monkey lizard bumper business, stickers. Actually, yeah, this is. I'm quitting my job. Andrew's quitting his job. My other car is a Kowaki and monkey lizard. My um, other car. Is, uh, oh my gosh. Um, Andrew. Uh, right. So anyway, we want the game for our tribe. What? Or what weapon are we bring into the fight when we fight each other over mm-hmm. this game, Andrew? Well, so, Pete, you know? um, to this fight over this game, I am just I'm just bringing a rock. Um, huh. That's it, because you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hold up this rock, and I'm gonna pretend that it's a thermal detonator. I'm going to you know say, hey, I got a thermal detonator. I'm gonna make a clicking noise with my mouth, wow. and hopefully you fall for that. 
Um, but if you don't, if you don't believe me, yeah. at least I can throw this rock at a window and let some light in. Because as we know, this is post-apocalyptic, so your tribe lives underground and gets burned by sunlight. Um, That's correct. Yeah, just like in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Wow. Um, where he pretends that the rock is the thermal detonator, throws it through the window, and it burns that giant worm's skin. Lady Proxima. I do not... Oh, yes. Now I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that Come film on. once, enjoyed it, but I... Yeah. Yes, yes, Once, yes, Pete. Yes. You gotta see it at least twice. Come on. I should I mean, see it at least 20 more times. Yeah. At least, I did enjoy at it. Least. I did enjoy it. Yeah. It's a good um, one. It's, it's, a under, it's a very underrated Star Wars movie, underrated I think. One. Everybody always makes fun of, and it is true, the the stupid idea of how he gets named Solo. But that is uh, the rest, of, is dumb, the rest but... of the movies, rest of the movie's solid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those movies. Just turn your brain off when you watch it, and it's fun. It's Just you know, turn it's, your brain off, please. It's good. It's Star Wars. Anyway, yeah. It's kind of like anyway, th- those people who live underground like that, I think that's also in the second Planet of the Apes movie, I believe, the, which is a very strange movie. You ever see that movie? That's a really... Nope. Oh, yeah, it's very bad and weird. Um Hmm. Charlton Heston hmm. is in it, but okay, for the last it. like ten minutes. Anyway, oh, like an old, like the old. Oh yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not talking about one. The, I thought you no, meant no, like no. one of the new. Oh, okay. Hmm. No, no, no. The old ones. They're so. They're so. Uh, you know, because the original one is like, oh yeah, it's old, but it's a classic, and you, you know, it has mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. twist. It has like a message to it. The second one sure. is just weird. It's just like, wow. Uh, I, hmm. I don't know. The ending well, is, um, you don't okay, see it coming. I'll watch it. You're convincing me. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andrew, for this fight over this game, I want this game, Andrew, so I'm going to go ahead and um, uh, let me ask you this. Do you remember the Star Wars dueling lightsaber game? Okay. Um, well, Pete, we, of course. Yeah. We're going to talk about it during the leaderboard segment. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, then I hope you remember it. Uh, because what I'm going to do, Andrew, is I'm going to throw a generator at you. Uh, yep, we talked about it earlier in this episode, Andrew, even. Mm-hmm. Um, but some sort of, like, big piece of machinery I'm going to, like, force push at you. Uh, yeah. Just oh, like, see. yeah, just so like Vader does. In this, in this yep, exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, no, here's the thing, Andrew. Um, I- I'm going to make it look like I'm force pushing it at you. But in reality, it's just one of my cronies using a system of, like, pulleys to just drop it on you, Looney Tunes style. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm going to make you like, think I'm using the force. Uh, right. I'm put like my finger to my temple or something like that, or st- outstretch my hand. <laughs> but in my reality, finger, it's just a bunch of... That's how they should of, use the force in those movies, put their finger to their temple. Like, they should <laughs> do that, shouldn't they? Yeah. Um, but actually, in reality, it's like a bunch of Anzellans on each other's shoulders, you know, pulling a... <laughs> going, ah, pulling, pulling on a pulley and, and it raises oh like a big gosh. generator or something like that. Pete, we need we need a scene where a bunch of Anzellans like get into a coat and like try, make it. They're really tall now. They're all. I think that would be very funny. Come on now. And and Andrew, bringing us full circle. Might I add, we're only going to see that masterpiece when the reins are given back to Mister George. Lucas, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Christine Kennedy is that her name? Christine Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy um, <laughs> is not going to make that movie. Uh, she's too serious. No. You know what I mean? Well, uh, she's getting we fired. To... I don't know if you heard that, Pete. I saw that on. Oh, the internet. whoops. She's yeah. She's 
She's getting fired. Yeah. Uh, they, they've been saying certain YouTube people have been saying that for like the past ten. Oh, years. that's like a cons- conspiracy theory or whatever. Yeah, that has yeah. Never, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're sure, just sure. furious at her. She's getting fired because she uh, ruined Star Wars and uh, George, Luke, woke. George yeah. Lucas is doing a takeover of. Uh, of sure. Lucasfilm. That's the well. That's the funniest part is that a lot of the people that don't like <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy are going to find out that George Lucas was <laughs> that the. <laughs> that the rebels were the Viet Cong and they're going to not want George Lucas either. It's so fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, but they can kick rocks. Um, yeah, yeah. Andrew, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. So both of us are kind of bluffing more or less. And then I guess it's just whoever's, uh, whoever's thing connects first. Because if I get hit with a rock, I'm out. And if you get hit with like a big piece of machinery or something like that, you're out too. Yeah. Honestly, I would not be surprised, Andrew, if we both just knock each other out at the same time. And, uh, you know, like a hut or something takes the game. You know what I mean? Oh, probably. Yeah. Right? That's kind of a classic. Yeah. He's all like, Boshuda, and then takes Bo-shuda. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably eats it at that point, because those guys eat everything. <laughs> just, he'll be like, or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Huge mouths on those. Huge mouths on those guys. Crazy. Yes. Yeah, uh, and this game is reasonably sized, so I think he would... Uh, so, Andrew, that brings us to our next segment. Could a hut choke on this? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, Andrew, I'd say this is the perfect size for a hut to choke on. Um, Andrew, it depends on the trachea. Depends on the trachea on that bad boy, you know what I mean? Because um, they do come in different sizes. True. Andrew, um, two could make that segment, um, and they but should. They won't. They won't. Mm, they won't, though. Um, but two could play this game as well, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Okay, how sure are you the two people should play this game? This is the big segment. Mm-hmm. We are going to give this game a rating from 0 yes. to 100%. 100% being amazing, best game you ever played. 0 being total garbage, never want to even think about this game again. Where does right, this fall? Right. Um, for right. you, Pete, why don't you get this started? Okay, Andrew, so in this segment... Uh, I'm going to give you a number that represents the percentage sure I am that two people should play this game, Andrew. And I'm going to go ahead and say execute order 66. No, I'm just kidding, Andrew. Oh, I'm my just God. kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm 90% sure, Andrew. I, uh, yes, I think this is uh, – I'm not 66% sure. I just wanted to crack that joke. I'm actually 90% sure that two people should play this game, Andrew. Because I think this one's just plain fun, okay? Yeah. It's um, It's got tons of decisions. You know I'm a decision guy in my board games. Uh, and it's what you want to do with your supplies, which cards that you want to add to your deck, which ones you want to get rid of so that you kind of thin out the worst stuff and, and have the better stuff appear more often as you you know go through it and shuffle it and then go through it again. Whether you want to assassinate certain cards in the market to get the rewards as a result or to make them not available because they might be a little too strong, you know what I mean, uh, for your opponent to get. Um, 
And Andrew, I think they did a good job with the whole dividing the cards into rebel, empire, and neutral. I think that's a very cool idea. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, critics you said cool, say that there's. So, uh, you, by the way, Pete, you uh, said cool. Let's go so ahead you... to our next uh, yeah segment you get here. Slimed. Andrew, are we cool? <laughs> I don't know if you remember. You get slimed, and uh, yeah. With the triggers, oh, are we cool? I get slimed. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably why I'm all wet right now. Yeah, that's I didn't right. Realize. Yeah. Um, Andrew, uh, yeah, you know, it's fun seeing all the weird little guys that you've come to love and hate, and critics say that there's too much luck involved, and I don't think there is, Andrew. I don't, there's, there's, there's not. I'll just go ahead and say there's not too much luck involved. This, there the, can never the situations be too much that you, luck involved. No, no, no. You find yourself in some random situations. I think that's a good thing. I think you learn tactics that way. You know what I mean? you gotta, yeah. you got to adjust, quite frankly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what well, I mean? you got to do different game things. Well, fresh, right? Every... Exactly. Every round, yeah, play. yeah, uh, and the the good thing is that there's there's a bunch of different things you can do because the cards have different things that they do depending on you know uh, all sorts of things whatever their innate ability is sometimes they have abilities that kick in if you have control of the force all that stuff is cool I think the planets having different effects on the game is cool I think that's all cool stuff Andrew uh oh getting slimed over and over again um, it's almost like I like it Andrew. Uh, <laughs> There's a you know there's a couple of criticisms I would say you know for for this one Andrew one of them is it does seem like um, those capital ships kind of come up when we were playing it seemed like they came up pretty seldomly yeah in um in in relation to the others you know what I mean so it's like it was a little bit tough to to build up like a defensive shield you know what I mean um and like I've played Star Realms before and it. And for some reason, it seemed like they came up more frequently in that. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. that one seemed like a little bit. So that is one thing I think I would say, like, hey, is it, it was that just a fluke of us, our times that we played? Or is that something where you just need to work more of those into there, into that base game, you know, more of those capital ships in there? Um, or maybe they specifically wanted it to be lower so that you didn't, I don't know, so the game went move faster. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but having having one of those capital ships to to soak up the damage be, ended up becoming like definitely something you you had to do if you wanted to win, you know. Um, and the other thing, Andrew, the criticism I had for this game is is uh, that some of the quality of the components that seemed like they skimped on. You know what I mean? Like the um, the card mm. quality wasn't the best card quality. The um, well, it's really uh, the one force. of the things. The force track, the, the right? The force track was like the main slap in the face because that is a um, obviously it's like a big component in the game because uh, you're like keeping track of how the force you're moving a a counter a marker back and forth on this thing and it is simply two cards fused together it's it's the same you know yeah, it's um, not even cardboard it's just made of thickness two cards. yeah yeah it's not even cardboard it is like it is like a playing card um and uh. And it's like, come on, you're you're fan, you're rich, you're fantasy flight. You know what I mean? Knock it off with this. Don't. I I know that you were looking at the margins, and you're like, we can get away with making this a little bit less quality. People are going to still buy it because it's Star Wars. Like, actually, just put, you know, put a little bit more money into the components of this thing. It it, it it's they're not bad components, but it's like, come on, you're a rich company. Make them good components. You know what I mean? They don't have to be great component, quality components. Just make them good. You know what I mean? And they were just simply fine. So otherwise, though, had a, had a lot of fun with it, Andrew. What are you thinking? 
Uh, I'm similar to you, but I'm going even a little bit more. I'm 94% sure that oh two people should play God. this game. Uh, oh, my God. I had an amazing time with this. The deck building experience is awesome. I think this might be my new favorite genre of game, deck building. Wow. Uh, wow. <clears throat> really, really fun. It just gave me that kind of like, like I said, that little twinge of like, ooh, I'm in an RPG. I'm, I'm getting better and better and better. I'm building up. And then... You said too much luck involved? No, I love the randomness of it. I love the fact that, you know, you're adding new things into your deck, you're shuffling them up, and but you still might just come up with those basic cards, you know, and uh, it just depends on what you pull out of your deck and what comes out of the Galaxy deck. Every game's going to be different. Sometimes you're going to see Luke Skywalker there, sometimes you're not. Um, you're never going to see Yoda there, but, you know, we've been over that before. Mm-hmm. Uh Anyway, I like how they we talked about how they. I'm matched. shocked personally. I'm shocked. <laughs> I, well, I'm, very I'm shocked. still shocked. Mm-hmm. Still shocked. Um, the mm-hmm. actions uh, that the characters take and that the planet, the special abilities that the planets have, they match with the characters and the planets that they are. You know, again, somebody put yep. some love into this who knew about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I'll say at first mm-hmm. when we first started playing, like the very first game we did, I didn't like the fact that it was like use it or lose it with your hand. You know. I mm. wish that you, because I'm used to games where, like, you, you're saving up for something to buy, you know? It's like all those radish farming games. You're, like, saving up for it, and then and then you're going to, like, yep. use it all. But actually, as it went on, then I was like, oh, actually, this is better. I like, I like this better because once you're in the rhythm of it, you don't have to worry about planning ahead. You're just like, okay, it makes your decisions much easier. It's like, I know I have to use all this, so blah, I'm going to use it all. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. try and get as me- as much as I can. Um, yep. My only drawback, uh, I-, I kind of agree with the ones you mentioned. I'm not, I don't really care quite as much about the components as, as you, but yeah, I definitely saw it. Um, wow. But my, my only drawback was that the games were a little bit too short for me. Um now, uh-huh, uh-huh. there are different modes you can play this. Like, you can, like, the beginner one, it suggested playing to, like, the first person to destroy three bases, you know, and it just seemed... Yeah. I just seemed like it's it gave me that same feeling of, like, um, like, what, like, uh, Agricola, all creatures big and small. Like, I'm building something, mm. I'm building a farm here, and then all of a sudden, whoop, the game's over. You know, like, oh, yep. come on, I wanted to make my farm Yeah, better. it was just getting good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. I feel the same way with this deck where I'm like, oh, I was just starting to get a really cool deck, and I didn't even get to really use these cards that much. Um, yeah. And it, but uh, you can adjust that. I did in that interview that I saw with the creator of this game. He did say like, hey, if you want to, you could just play with all ten cards, like first. I 10. was thinking that, Andrew. I was thinking like, yeah, the next time we play, we should just bump it up even more because it's like, yeah, well, I, I agree. I, I, let's just keep we're gonna going. Have to let's t- just. We're gonna have to talk off mic because the next time we play this is gonna be one turn at a time on this. Oh, good point. So we might not want it to be. That's a good point. So we'll have to decide which version we're playing when we do that. We'll have to lay out the ground rules ahead of time. But stop. Anyway. Huh. Wars. Huh. Break. <laughs> um. Yeah, you're right. We'll. Ha- yeah, you're right. We are gonna have to figure out whether we want to go three bases, but, four bases, ten bases. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I was gonna. Um. I was going to give this game, like, a, I was thinking, like, uh, my gut was going, like, maybe it's 92, 93%, somewhere in there. But I gave it 94 in honor of Docking Bay 94. 94. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. Of course. Um, and so, what else can I say? I, I guess those extra points are just because it's Star Wars, and you're, it's tough to go wrong with a Star Wars game. I know that there have been bad ones out there before, but 
even the worst Star Wars games are still Star Wars. It's still fun, you know? So I had yeah. a blast playing this. Absolute blast playing this game. I can't wait to play it one turn at a time on every episode yep. going forward for the next five can't years. wait to play it for the next five years. Yep, <laughs> one turn at a time on this. <laughs> um, Andrew, um, well, why don't we... Speaking of the past five years and the next five <laughs> years and... Let's go ahead and take a look at the leaderboard. Leaderboard. Okay, it is our big old leaderboard. We're going to look at this. We have 72 games on our leaderboard now. 72 two-player games. Wow, that's more than I ever thought we would do. Um, Let's see. You gave this game... You gave this game a 90%. I gave this game a 94%. But, of course, our final score is going to have to be an average of those two. So... True. Once we figure that out, we punch that into our R2 unit. Um, the calculations yep. come back as a 92%. We are officially our, 92% wow. sure. If, two people when it comes game. back as 92, I would assume our R2 unit goes, goes like, wow! <laughs> yes. It does one of those little screams. Yeah. It's very cute for a robot. Because the droid scream, of course, in Star Wars, which is uh, a cute touch, I think. Yeah, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pete, that puts it all the way up at number four on the list. Oh my gosh, Andrew. And that is because it did in fact tie the, our average score tied with seven wonders duel. One that is often, often r- referred to as the, you know, the shining example of two player games. Um, yeah. but the tiebreaker, of course, Andrew, as we've established many times, um, goes to the game that has the single highest score between us, um, and your 94 for Star Wars the deck building game. It beats. Uh, we both went 92 for uh, yep. Seven Wonders Duel, so that means that this is the game that one of us is more passionate about. So it gets the bump. So it is number four on the list. Our top five. Just a real quick recap. The Game of Go. Go is number one. Fields of Arla is number two. Fog of Love is number three. Wow, Star Wars the deck-building game. Yeah, I know, right? Star Wars <laughs> the deck-building game, number four. And then Seven Wonders Duel, number five. Wow. Now, Pete, earlier in the episode, you said that Star Wars Empire vs. Rebellion was a top-five game, and uh, it is finally no, no longer, longer a top-five game. It's number six with a 91.5. Was that one overrated? Mm. apparently mm. you like that game pete i'm just gonna hold i'm holding you accountable you <laughs> like that game more than you like seven wonders duel you like it more wow. than this game you like it more than fog wow. of love wow you wow. like it more than goat not more than F- fields of arlo though you like that game a lot yeah let's face it That's a um game. oh yeah of course of course um, yeah, might feel differently now if I sat back down with Star Wars and Pirates <laughs> Rebellion, but who's to say, Andrew? Now, speaking of Star Wars, other Star Wars games, Andrew, I, I think you uh, I think you promised our, our listeners that you were going to touch on the other Star Wars games. Well, well, if you go down to number 24 on the list, you're talking about Star oh. Wars X-Wing. These are all episodes okay. you can go check out. If you're a big Star Wars fan, go back and check out. So we had Star Wars Empire vs. Rebellion. That was way back on episode number 4. Um, Star uh-huh. Wars X-Wing was episode number 30. 34, um, wow. and that, that one we had Scotty J. Rowe and Jerry the Cannon Junkie from the Bombad cast Ooh. on that one. 
Uh, that's oh, the one yeah. where you have the little ships and they fly around on the map, and it's a it's yep. like a flight simulator type of. Yeah, game. you the, there's like special like rulers to like yeah. uh, that you use to show yeah your movement and stuff like yeah, that. This yeah, this is a game fun. that a nerds play. Okay, all the other Star it's Wars games. It's definitely a nerd cool people, yeah. game for um, sure. Then you go down just a few spots to number thirty-one mm-hmm. on the list is Star Wars mm-hmm. Rebellion. That's all. That's a really right. highly rated game in general. Um, yeah. I sunk it a little bit. Sorry about that, but uh, yeah. it just didn't do a lot for me. But yeah, I mean, people love people love that game. That's for sure. That, that's a cat and mouse kind of like hide and seek type of game where you're trying yep. to you have little miniatures on there. It's a huge game. I mean, it's a giant map mm-hmm. with all the all the planets. Uh, that mm-hmm. episode was episode number fifty one, and we had Pete the Retailer and Alec Robinson from uh, Star Wars Minute on the show. So that was really yeah. cool to talk to them. Go back Heck and yeah. listen to that one. And then you have to go, unfortunately, you have to go way down to, well, it's not that far, I guess. Number 45 on our list um, mm-hmm. was Star Wars Lightsaber Dueling Pack. Yeah. And that uh, was from episode number 25. Star Wars Lightsaber Dueling Pack is like an old, much older game than all these other ones. And it's these. it's just two booklets and you are... Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader dueling each other, and mm-hmm. you're, you're picking secretly. You're picking moves, and it's all mathematically yeah. worked out. So it's like, okay, we'll turn to page 25, and it'll see what happens when you strike high. And did you block yeah. or no? Did you jump? Did you move forward? Did yeah, you... it's a fascinating system where, like, yeah, basically, like you uh, share a number with yeah. your opponent and they share a number with you and and then they check it against like a, a grid or whatever and then a, a, you turn to a certain page and then they, you'll see the result hey you got hit or hey you didn't or you did the hitting or whatever or block etc etc yeah successful block or something like that so it's definitely one of the most unique games we've ever covered that's for sure and and uh yeah that one had a 74.5 so that one is uh, is one that we like that's for sure um, we had but uh, we had Maria and Raven and Mel from a mm-hmm. podcast called Sisters with Sabers, and uh, yeah. they're still out there doing podcasts. Um, oh yeah, you know, for various uh, podcasts out there, so check them out. So that that was Absolutely. a good one. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and then that uh, is the, yeah, and then of course rounding it out, we have the very last Star Wars uh, game that we covered: Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's <laughs> Stone Quidditch card game, Pete. Andrew. Pete, huh? I was. Li- were you gonna wow, I was literally too? about to make that same exact joke. I kid you not. Wow. I think we've been doing uh, I think we've been doing the podcast for too long, Andrew. We yes. are making the same jokes now. Yeah. That was just a joke. But seriously though, rounding it no, out seriously. is number seventy two, Crossfire. Um yes. Star Wars theme. Crossfire. Star Wars breaking up down Star Crossfire. It's time uh, for Star the... Wars break. Yeah. Check out those old Star Wars episodes that we did and see how much we love Star Wars over the years. It's been fun. Wow. Talking wow, Star Wars. Wow, wow. I guess next week we probably won't be talking Star Wars. Oh, not next week, next month. Hey, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. next time next time we talk to you, if you're listening to this in the present, um, it'll be probably be the new year. So happy new year, everybody. Oh, happy so holidays. happy new year to you. Yeah. yeah. This one's going to be our year, folks. <laughs> This is when good things start happening. Wink. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm very optimistic. Wink. Um, Andrew, uh, if things started happening good, that would be pretty cool. Oh, wait. Andrew, are we cool? Andrew.
Are we cool? After playing this game, are we still... Mm, I don't want to say it because I'm wearing my tuxedo right now. Um, uh -oh. Yep. How many points did our friendship go up or down? Uh, <coughs> Pete, I said that um, we're plus two on the friendship meter because okay. I appreciate you introducing me to deck building experience, and I appreciate you doing it in the form of Star Wars. So wow. thank you for yeah. introducing me to this game. I know that's I your... It. I know that's your love language is Star it is Wars. My, my <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> is, is yeah. my love language. Star Wars uh, card games. Andrew, uh, I'm going to say that uh, we went up order 66 points, Andrew. That's no! Right. Yeah, so that's right. So I think we became a net uh, positive 68 points. We went up there, Andrew, I think between the two of us. Um, wow. Partly just to make that joke, partly because, hey, yeah, we had a lot of fun with this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's always always good to see a bunch of freaks that you have come to love over the years on these cards and and say stuff like, oh, you know, uh, Jer Gerard, uh, you know, assassinated uh, Jabba the Hutt or something like that. Or, or, uh, or hey, uh, you know, my, uh, you know, whatever, my Twi'lek scavenger destroyed the Death Star or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. You know, it's just a, it's just a wacky, wacky mash them up of, of all the folks you love from the old Star Wars films, Andrew. Yes. Had a, having a good old time with this one. Having a good old time. Well, I hope everybody out there uh, you know, I, I can't wait for the new year when we're going to be playing this game one yeah. turn at a time on our show. Mm -hmm. It's going to be cool. I hope that everybody out there has happy holidays and I hope that you get Star Wars a deck building game uh, as a gift wow. this year because I think it would yeah. be a nice be a nice one. Uh, and then you can mm -hmm. play along with us as we play one turn at a time. That's right. If the um, if the god that Andrew and I, if the god of this podcast, you know what I mean, is <laughs> oh, thinks geez. that that Andrew has established earlier in <laughs> this is can canon canonically, oh, canonically, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, smiles upon you, you'll probably get Star Wars the deck building game for uh, for your holiday. Um, yes. Andrew, uh, and one thing that, uh, you know, uh, our listeners could get us a bunch of stuff. They could go and find us on, um, social media, you know, um, Instagram, we are two can play that game podcast, Twitter, we are two play, uh, that pod. You could give us a review, uh, wrapped up with a bow on, uh, Apple podcasts or, uh, I think, um, I think Spotify does reviews now too. Yeah, write that, a review that always on there. And tell us. us how much you love our coverage of Star Wars games. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're a person who likes Star Wars, you're probably going to leave a very uh, reasonable review. I think that's kind of <laughs> what they're known for. Um, and you could, uh, and one of the best presents you could give us, quite frankly, Andrew, is that you can go ahead and tune in next time. Yes, definitely. Oh, well, I shouldn't say definitely, unless. Yeah. yeah, unless you get another friend. Yeah, you, you can't you can't tune in if you get another friend. In that case, you're going to want to tune into a different podcast. It's called All Lit Up Like a Christmas Three. Hmm, that's right, Andrew. That is the podcast that's all about three-player board games, uh, and it also covers a different Christmas tree ornament each episode. Wow, that's mm -hmm. cute. Yeah, their series on bulbs one at a time, Andrew, was uh, phenomenal. <laughs> I think they should have won an award for that. When they did, they did red bulb, and then they followed up with blue bulb, and 
they and did. you got to listen to that Orange Bowl Bell, uh, you know, uh, episode, Andrew. It's crazy. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. They did different types of garland. They did popcorn. They did uh, tinsel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know tinsel. I have a lot of, uh, yeah, tinsel was a great one. The number of Star Wars ornaments that I have on my tree is growing and growing every year. I feel like wow. it's starting to, starting to take over a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I how have much two of, them are... of the same Yodas, by the way. Now we're talking. Now but that, I still hang uh, both of them up. Are they both green? Have you considered painting one pink and it could be the other Yoda? Yeah. Waddle. Ooh. Waddle? Yaddle. Waddle. Yaddle. Yaddle. She's she's still kind of she's a more pale green I guess she's more, she's kind of she's not mm, pink really I yeah, remember yeah. her being like pink or whatever more no? like a beigey green color oh yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Miss Piggy from, Mupp- from the Muppets maybe I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, a... yeah you know the Yoda that always karate chopped the uh, green one no wait well, I'm thinking of Miss Piggy actor, and... <laughs> same actor as Yoda by the way uh... <laughs> Is it... oh yeah good point. Wow. Yes, so that is why you were thinking of uh, Miss Piggy. Uh, Yoda, Yoda, the green guy here, um, <laughs> reporting to you live from Dagobah, you know, or whatever. I recently, not, uh, oh man, it's not easy being green with Kermit and Yoda doing a duet. Oh, come on, how do we not on. have that? Yeah, well, it's because it would be, um, uh, what would it be? Being green, not e- not easy. Oh yes, of course, it yeah. is. Yeah, being yeah. Green, not easy it is. It, yep, yep. Green, and that's probably, yeah. yeah, that they probably ran into some translation problems there. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that was a problem. Mm. Yeah. You know, I recently um, tweeted that I thought maybe Yoda was a cold-blooded uh, creature, and then somebody hmm. tweeted back at me a picture of Yoda in a cartoon wearing, like, a hood in, like, a snow planet. And they were like, nah, warm-blooded. And it was it got into this whole science thing. Warm-blooded creature. Uh, I don't think that necessarily proves anything. But, yeah, I hear you. Uh, I think it, well, I think it would. Uh, well, who knows if he's wearing the hood for warmth or uh, Oh, just attitude. fashion. Oh, okay. Just yeah, fashion. It, if he was cold-blooded, the hood wouldn't be doing anything. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, okay. Guy's wearing so, guy's wearing like linen, you know what I mean? If yeah. anything, that it might actually prove that he's cold-blooded. It's just, just covering like, up. Well... I think Dagobah's hot. It seems like it's kind of hot and steamy. I think it's hot. Yeah, yeah, because he's sweat. Luke is wearing a tank top and sweating when he's sweating. You know, now he is, of course, exerting himself. Anyway, well, goodbye. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?